Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am Hefe, that is Dubs. The question is, who are you? Be somebody by calling 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's uh, Matt Albert, third Mike and Ryder. Six foot five, five hundred pounds, twenty-one year old, black virgin, graying hair, patchy baldness. Chunks is the executive producer of the Hideout. He hosts the Hideout Headlines game show here in fifteen minutes. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. We're turning them into prizes. New thing here in the Hideout. Actually, in radio, you call in, you do a contest, and we give you prizes. What? Dubs innovating tonight. We are innovating tonight. It's Tommy Bateman, our director on top of the talk and roll controls, responsible for another new thing just now happening in radio, a website. Ooh. We are the first radio show to have a website. It is the hideout page on realradio.fm. So, again, another thing just happened, just started. And Gibbs, the unpaid producer, screens your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. Dubs, it is Wednesday night. That means tonight what's on the web? At 10 o'clock, that is where Tommy Bateman and Matt Albert scour the Internet Mm -hmm. to bring you the latest and greatest fun things that happen to be there. Also, too, um, the Hideout Door Prize blowout. I just asked what the 9 o'clock game is for tonight. Matt Albert says it's Name That Mutt. I'm going to assume it's probably guess, Guess the Mixed Race person. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Mixed Race Celebrity. All right, it's a Mixed Race Celebrity. Fun. How'd you guess? I don't know. I'm uh, here's the thing. I'm really looking. For, Vin Diesel. <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry. The Rock. Jessica Alba. Jennifer Tilly. What? <laughs> Holly Bay. Oh, 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 you're an ass. All right. So stick around because I guess at nine o'clock we've already given you seven answers. Mike uh, Shinoda. Stop. <laughs> Okay, so that's that's the hideout door prize blowout at nine o'clock. Dubs, there's a lot to get to this evening. I had a really weird day, including um, an email that I got from a former coworker mm-hmm. at the mighty WJFK, Kevin Conrad. No, that's at Lansing's, psychedelic. That's at Lansing's Rock Station, Q106. Um, Nightfly. Also, too. I want to talk a little bit about you and I going over to 7-Eleven and what happened. And oh. Why, and why you got so pissed. And Those a, pigs. And a theory that we've come up with about fat girls who work at 7-Eleven. Or anywhere, for that matter. 
But we'll get into that. We'll do that at 7.30. Okay. Also, too, uh, the chick that I'm seeing, I think she has a stalker. And Did you see him today? Was he in the mirror? Yeah, that was me. Is his name Brian? Because that's your stalker. Um, Rockford? Here's the thing. Uh, I want to talk about it because I need a little advice as to what I should do. Beat his ass. Mm-hmm. Well. Shoot him. No. I, I do want to throw it out there. Stab him. Stop. No. <laughs> Give him a handy. <laughs> what? That's, maybe that'll uh, draw his attention off her. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, so we'll get into that, too. So there's a lot to get done. Of course, uh, tomorrow we are downstairs for the free throw shooting contest. Thank you to CompUSA for the trip to the Final Four. All-inclusive airfare, hotel accommodations. Uh, you got the tickets to the games. you got $500 in spending cash, 32 contestants, shooting free throws here in the compound, Dubs. Now, I want to get some off my chest for a second. So you hear these little promos. We actually played one right before we got the show started. And it says, like, whatever, like what's going on you know, yeah. with Real Radio, Real Radio Road Show, I think it is. And so I heard one of these a couple of days ago and I was, while I was listening to the Shannon Burke show. Telling you how to keep it real. I don't know if that's the same thing, but okay, mm. fair enough. And they listed off all the stuff that's going on with Real Radio this week. And there was nothing to be said about our free throw shooting contest. Why not? We're well, giving away a huge prize with it. I think it's the best prize that has probably been given away this year. It's huge. So anyway. Oh, by the way, we'll also have your qualifications for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP um, projection HD TV we're giving away. Second best prize of the year. Or maybe the first, depending on if you're a homebody. But, so I call, I'm just going to say, Dan Stone, mm-hmm. our APD, who I love. Yeah, he's and, great. And who I was who was instrumental in getting us down here. And he I, was so important that I said hi to him today. <sighs> well. I didn't wave him off like the other uh, peasants. <laughs> right. Those people from XL. Mm-hmm. Actually, I did wave one of them off today. <laughs> I came out of the uh, elevator. Hey, how you doing? Mm. 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 So, <laughs> going. so I called Dan about it, and here's what's funny. I called him yesterday, I think, maybe the day before. I just got around to checking my voicemails, and I guess he had called me back pretty immediately. And in the voicemail, he says, well, here's the big reason that we don't want to put it in the real, in the real radio road show. It's one thing to have the 32 contestants down here at the building mm-hmm. and the heretics who are going to show up for the show. Mm-hmm. But I'm not real sure that we want two to 400 people just here in the parking lot at Why the compound. Why wouldn't we? Yeah. I guess security reasons. Our it's... listeners are very well behaved, and they know how to uh, keep order. Now, I like how we can have the heretics, <laughs> but not the rest of you who aren't heretics. Yeah. So they didn't want to really promote the fact. Now, I'm saying this. Come on down. Start a ruckus. No, don't start a ruckus. <laughs> How dare Turn you? over some cars. No, absolutely not. Well, maybe Street a, fires. Maybe a green van. I no. have extra security coming in tomorrow. I know you do. And <laughs> the heretics are security. Yeah. Well, I mean security. I just mean their own. <laughs> well, no, he's going to be up here. But I'm just I'm thinking to myself, and by the way, I'm not going to lie to you. 
us putting together this free throw shooting contest has been a nightmare. Yeah, and uh, we would like people to come up out for it because we've worked so hard to put it together. And it's going to be a fun live show downstairs. You get to watch people shooting free throws. You get to watch the show live. You got uh, Dubs' chick Krista versus Chunks in mm-hmm. the one-on-one contest. We got Gibbs shaving his whole body. I mean, we're going to put on a fun little show downstairs. Just announced today, too, food from Crispers. Oh, nice. We're going to have food down here for I believe we're even going to have some beverages I, that you we're know what I be say? giving away. I say throw sandwiches everywhere. Make no. a mess. Stop, dude. I'm seriously. Stop it. Fight! <laughs> so this whole thing has been a nightmare to begin with. And I, uh, I'm i like, why wouldn't we want to have people down here to watch this? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a big promotion on the radio, but not promote it. Hush, hush. Shh. We aren't doing anything over here. Shh, people are listening. So when it sounds different on the radio tomorrow, and we keep saying we're downstairs shooting free throws, <laughs> I guess just pretend we're in studio and you're locked out. Mm-hmm. Now, does it make any sense to you? I mean, I, I guess I kind of understand the security reasons. Yeah, and uh, there's other businesses going on here and other stations. Uh, you know what I say? Hmm. I say we uh, we Don't. invite the other stations in on us too. Well, you know? I, I wish. Maybe if uh, if they don't want to, we'll come to them. We'll have just a few heretics go to each and every station. We'll show yeah. them around uh, the hallways. We'll give out tours mm-hmm. <laughs> of the Clear Channel compound and hand out you know uh, commemorative baseball bats. All right, Bong Swap Matt says. <laughs> Hey, can I do a Mad Max on Gibbs's car, please? <laughs> Mad Max is the guy who pooped on Chunks' car. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was it was Dubs. <laughs> and then EJ from the News, like, I'm inviting everyone he knows. That's what I'm saying. We want to have a little party downstairs. We want it to be huge. Why would we want two to 400 people? Uh, we don't want two to 400 people showing up. Word of mouth, what's that? You know, forget that. Well, that's what all we're relying on right now. Food fight, Frank. You're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? I just want to get on the food fight. Uh, all Come right. on up. Uh, no. <laughs> Big one tomorrow. Bring downstairs. I'm telling you now, no, 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 don't. Bring your butterfly knife to slit uh, tires. Let's do it all. All right, this is the no. reason, I guess, why... Spike strips? We were supposed hey. to keep it quiet tomorrow, the big free throw shooting contest. <laughs> well, unless... It was brought to my attention that this was an issue. I wouldn't be saying these things. But now I want them to happen. Chunks, what do you think as the executive producer of The Hideout? He said he wants to challenge anyone to a baseball bat fight. Two at a time. Go for it. Bring it on. Especially while he's shooting in his uh, gay game tomorrow. To reveal um, the nasty, scathing letter... That he wrote about you. Plus, we're going to have the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Gives his guide to the weekend. It's going to be a whole fun little live show downstairs. Oh, this thing has been such a headache. We should have just given it to Caller 7. <laughs> I had to fight to do the free throw shooting contest. And now we don't want people showing up to it. And oh, now... the shooting, too? Yeah. Yeah, it literally bang, came bang. down to minutes as the weather would have it at all. Well, I mean, like... the thing is, we are going to have it. I tell you what. We're going to give away slots. We need to round out the bracket. 
to do this, and we're going to give away the rest of the slots this evening that we have to give away, and then also have some on standby for tomorrow. That's the other thing, too. They were like, don't leave any slots open for people to show up downstairs tomorrow for the free throw shooting contest, because then people may show up. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, is the point? What's I'm lost. What's going on here? I thought we were in radio for promotions. Have people come out and have fun. So anyway, I just wanted to get that out there. See, because you guys didn't know about this. Mm-mm, I had no idea. I feel bad I never called him back. <laughs> and he probably thinks I never called him back because... You were mad? Yeah, but I literally didn't check my messages till today. And I still wouldn't have called him back. Because <laughs> I'm tired of fighting over this promotion. Whatever. I just want to do it and have fun. That's all I'm looking for. All right, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to give away some of those slots in the uh, so you can be a contestant in the free throw shooting contest. In fact, we need what? Three players. We need at least three players. Gibbs, put down the phone for two seconds and listen to me. Here's what you I there, want. Gibbs? Here's what I want. We need at least three players. For the contest, for the high, for the uh, for the free throw shooting contest, and we need three players for the hideout headlines game show. People Can you handle need, that. People need to call now to be a winner. And if the people want to do both, is that is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, you're gonna get first three contestants. Here's what you're gonna do: first three people who just won in the free throw shooting contest, they call now. They're a winner. The next three people have to win it by being in the game show. Is that too complicated for you, moron? No, sir. All right, fantastic. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Call now. We'll get it all lined up, and then after that, we'll give away another um, qualification for the HDTV. Two completely separate prizes, both of them equally badass, brought to you by The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. El Jefe, there's a very important poll going on on hideoutheretics.net. What happened? I want everybody to go there and vote. It's should we kill Gibbs? Oh, wow. All right. I'm put, clicking yes. Correct. Kill. i got to read you the email kill. he sent me about an idea he had for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I like the kid, but oh boy. Um, all right, Dubs. It's a Hideout Headlines game show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Designer sofas normally eight ninety nine, starting as low as two ninety nine. Wholesale Furniture Market over forty thousand square feet of quality home furniture, fifty to seventy percent off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road four thirty six in Casterbury, next to the Sam's Club. Four zero seven three three two thirteen. 14, stay tuned, because after the Hideout Headlines game show, another qualification for that 52-inch Mitsubishi uh, DLP Technology Projection HD TV. But first, the game. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines game show. Answer questions on what's in the headline. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, <laughs> All right, you heard the categories. Now it's time to play the game. We'll start with Chris and Maitland. Chris, are you ready? Yeah. You have to get two out of three to be a winner, my friend. Which category would you like to start with? World, national, local, sports, or strange? 
Let's do local. All right. Don't forget about entertainment. I think I skipped that. Here's local. All right. Local is multiple choice. A new problem in downtown Orlando has caused it to post signs warning of what? A, rampant streakers, B, wild dogs, C, bird droppings, or D, contaminated needles. That's it. Toxic bird droppings. All right, hold on, Chris. You will uh, get your second one in a second. Don't go anywhere. Toxic bird droppings. Yeah, I guess some, uh, well, I mean, it it just covers everything. I guess some workers cut down these trees known as Bird Island, and the birds had to go someplace, so they're going downtown. And to quote one of the residents, I was walking the other day and got pooed on. Walking under these trees. What are you laughing about? It's like it's Japan. You tarred. Now I said pooed on. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Who says that in an interview? Yeah, um, those are actually the words. I, let me see the story. Let me see the story. Now I, I will say this. This was last year, but I was at uh, Wall Street and uh, I was sitting at a table and a bird pooed right on our table. You said sitting, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're right. It is kind of funny to look at it in writing on the on the news. Read the quote. I was walking the other day and got pooed on walking under these trees. <laughs> I just wanted to hear Chuck's losing again. Somebody told me it was good luck, said Lisa Valentine of Orlando. She got pooed on. All right. <laughs> I guess I got pewed on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, no, I'm a retard. All right. All right. Here we go. Chris. So, so stupid. Here's your, yeah, I know, right? Uh, here's your second one, Chris. You ready? Uh, world, yeah. national, sports, entertainment, or strange news. Which one would you like? Um, let's do entertainment. All right. Here we go, Chris. All right, Chris. <laughs> entertainment is fill in the blank. Which? <laughs> <laughs> Which Aerosmith band member is undergoing surgery this week, forcing the band to cancel the rest of their North American tour? Uh, Jesus. Uh, answer's not poo, is it? No, no. it's not. <laughs> All right, so pretty much either going to be Steven Tyler or Joe Perry. Yeah, just pick one. <clears throat> Let's go Steve Tyler. You're a winner. Good job, Chris. Hang tight, my friend. Yep. He's going into surgery. He's Labia reduction? Uh, his lips on his face? I'm thinking it's cosmetic because his rep wouldn't say what it entailed, but they said that he's fine. So I'm thinking Finish it's definitely... nice sex change? <laughs> just look at this. They got this picture of him with Joe. It's just hideous looking. Of course it is. It's Steven Tyler. I don't know how people find him attractive. He's talented. That's why. And he looks like a lesbian. <laughs> Taking the Michael Jackson route. Look at him and Perry. Yeah, Perry's creepy too. They look like a couple trying, a lesbian couple trying to adopt or get married in Vermont. <laughs> yeah, Perry does look like one of those very earthy lesbians. Or the lady that was buying uh, lotto tickets in front of me at 7 Eleven today. Now, we'll that talk, piece of trash. We'll talk about it Jeez. in a second. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting dumber just by sitting next to him. All right, here we go. Let's move on to Jack and Daytona. You ready? IQ Vortex. You ready, Jack? Cold yeah, what's up, dude? Hey, brother. World, national, sports, or strange news? What would you like, my friend? We're going to go with sports first. All right, sports first for Jack. Sports is fill in the blank. Name one of the NFL players requesting their case be dropped after suggestions that race play a part in the charges for the boat party. Just name one of the players. 
I'm going to say uh, T.O. Dante Culpepper? Yep, and Mo Williams. Uh, apparently, the prosecutor Mo. neglected to charge uh, two white people, like the boat owner and somebody else in the boat, and the prosecutor's claiming, oh, there wasn't enough evidence, and it's quoted that the judge is saying, mm, they've got a pretty good case, but he hasn't decided, the judge hasn't decided as to whether or not to drop the case yet. Now... With this evidence, I would say maybe there's something racial. But when I first read this uh, this uh, question that he had written down, mm-hmm. I that's one thing that I never heard anybody bring up in it was the race of the people involved. I always thought they kept the race pretty much out of it the whole time. But if if that's the case that uh, they neglected to charge some of the white guys, yeah, there's an issue. It is Minnesota. Uh, you have to also think about that too. All right, here's your second chance, Jack. Um, you want world, national, or strange? Strange. All right, let's go with Strange. Strange is multiple choice. After uh, after escaping from his trial for drug charges, a man in California was found hiding out where? A, the lobby of the courtroom, B, a police car, C, a drugstore, or D, his apartment? I'm going to say B. Sorry, Jack. No, it's actually his apartment. The idiot runs away from the courtroom and just decides to go home and, I don't know, maybe have a beer and wait for the cops to come and rearrest him. All right, that does sound moronic. Right, yeah, I, I, you at least go to a friend's apartment or something. Dubs, I just voted yes on should we kill Gibbs, and Good. I had the tie-breaking vote. So people are continuing to continuing to vote on hideoutheretics.net. It's for not, some reason... It's not looking good for you. That senior hamburglar has something very, very uh, nasty against Gibbs. Oh, he's the one who will call up Gibbs and tell him that he loves him. And then Gibbs will say, die. He IM'd me today telling me how much he hated Gibbs. Yeah, me too. We should, he should just start calling in as anti-Gibbs. There was anti-Matt, now there's anti-Gibbs. He said his older brother, who's 24 and 6'2", out of the military, wants to kick Gibbs' ass for threatening him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good job, Gibbs. Um, what do you get for picking on a 14-year-old? All right, fecal finger. <laughs> You're next up. You're next up. You ready, bro? The poo stuff is big with you, isn't it, Chunks? <laughs> All right, world or national, what would you like to go with? Let's go with world. All right, here's world for fecal finger. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 false. Fecal finger. Britain's highest court, the just law think, wait, wait, Just get a good picture in your head. All your right, chunks. stop. Rule in favor of a school banning a girl from wearing a traditional Muslim robe. Is this true or false? What? That is... Where was it? What did you, I, 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 Britain's highest court. Huh? Re- repeat it, Chuck. Britain's highest court, uh, the law lords, ruled in favor of a school banning a girl from wearing a traditional Muslim robe. Is that true or false? That's true. Absolutely is true. Good uh, job. The school is four-fifths Muslim, but uh, they're allowed to wear, like, tunics, but they're not allowed to wear this full robe, which goes all the way down to the floor. And they're claiming that it's dangerous because other people can slip on it if they step behind her. <laughs> It's like a banana peel. Yeah. <laughs> and the Supreme Court, uh, the British Supreme Court said, you know what, it's fine, ban it. So. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, I uh, do think it should be banded. Here's your second one, fecal finger. Yeah, the uh, national, right? Yeah. Yeah. National is true or false. <laughs> Our Supreme Court today ruled in a 5-3 decision that it is legal for a police officer to search a home occupied by two people when one person lets them in and the other one tells them to go away. Is that true or false? That's true. 
That's false. I'm sorry. You know what? Make him a winner anyway. We run out of questions for him. He got one right. Yeah. Hold on, fecal finger. Uh, they passed the law 5-3. If one person uh, one person says, come on in, the other person says, go away, the cops have to go away. Um, they're worried. Some of the some of the Supreme Court justices that voted against it are worried because they said domestic uh, violence toward women. You know, there's some problems there because if a woman's getting beaten and the cops are <laughs> going to come in and search. Away with you. I'm yeah, not done exactly. slapping the hell out of her. I don't want you coming to my house to search for things. So... Now, can they still break up the fight? They I mean, can still no. break up the fight. She can leave, right? I mean, she can step outside. Yeah, but they can't search. Not broken legs. <laughs> they can't, like, search the place. You know, they can't search for other things or, like, what They can't go in and, and look for things. But obviously, if they're fighting, they're duking it out. Yeah, they can still break that up. <laughs> but if the woman's sitting Who there... Who says duking it out anymore? <laughs> Some broads and dames. Yeah. They're yeah. fighting old English style. Unless you're talking about wor- uh, birds over Wall Street. Or fisticuffs. Dames. <laughs> Throwing the haymakers. Queensberry rules. Three fingers of whiskey. What is that? <laughs> well, you, you've seen the way he shadow boxes when he gets mad. He's all. Like, or when he's trying to pump himself up. <sighs> Are you going to be doing that shadow boxing when you're about to uh, play Dubs' chick in one on one basketball? No. I'm not going to do any kind of boxing at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even going to box her out to get a rebound? No. What are you no. talking about? I'm you need to win, otherwise Dude, that, that... He's giving me the death glare right now. I'm staying at the perimeter. I don't even want to get a rebound. You I'm should... that scared. He was mumbling to himself today in the office when Dubs wasn't around. No. What was he saying? Never. I'm going to kill that bitch tomorrow. No. What? And by no the way, way, you have a big announcement here in a little bit about that one-on-one game between Krista yes. and you. It's good for the listeners, unfortunately. It's not so good for me. Oh, but... God, I think I know what it is. I'm not going to say it, but I think I know what it is. Oh, thank God. Dave and Maitland, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? What's up, brother? Listen, if you could find somebody to give legal advice on your show, could you have it not be Chunks? <laughs> All right, well, um, what was exactly said then? Here's, uh, hold on, hold on. Is, here's what the Supreme Court decision basically said. <laughs> if two people have are equally entitled to control over a place, mm-hmm. and one person is actively there saying, no, you can't come in, and the other one's saying, yeah, you can come in, you can't come in. Okay. Not- and, you know, if the cops see a crime in progress, they can still stop it. That's not really the issue. If they have independent evidence of a crime without searching it and there's exigent circumstances, they can still come in. All right, very. Are you a lawyer, Dave? I am. All right, I, I really appreciate yeah. you calling in. Here's what we need to we do. We have unfrozen caveman lawyer over there giving advice. Here's and- what I'd like to do. Uh, the third segment of the show will be correct chunks <laughs> from the Hideout Headlines game show. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it, my friend. Chunks, Thank you. Don't you have another question for the game show? Yeah. I, <laughs> I say C. I was right about the bird poo. <laughs> what the? <laughs> That's factual, man. That's all true. You're so retarded. <laughs> we'll take, I'll, go, I'll go to the office now. I'll, I'll leave now. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Don't get pooed on. <laughs> it's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. Kisses. It is Wednesday night in the Hideout. Again, congratulations to Canal Harper of Claremont getting qualified for that television. Not just any old television, but a big 52-inch DLP. 
Um, yeah, we aren't giving away anything cheap here. Projection, it's a very, very nice TV. Projection HD TV, $3,500 television. More qualifications coming up here at uh, 815, 915, and 1015. Dubs, a lot to get done. Uh, you wanted to rant for a second, though. Uh, before the show, we ran over to my place. I had to uh, grab some stuff, and we stopped off. We'll make it no secret. Uh, you and I yeah. love 7-Eleven. I'm a big we, 7-Eleven fan. I love the the uh, food they have just sitting there ready to go. We, In fact, we frequent 7-Eleven more than probably most. Mm-hmm. But there's this one right over by the Actually, station we go to all the time. Yeah, and uh, I go there so much that uh, they were training a new uh, guy there, uh, a young black man. I think you've uh, met him a few times. Young black buck. Yes, uh, very, uh, very good-looking man. And uh, when... When I went in there and they were training him, they're like, oh, uh, you're going to get to know this guy. He'll know what he wants right away. <laughs> now, did that make you feel good or bad? Ah, uh, bad. But I, but happy at the same time that they... There's some uh, soul left in you still. Mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel pathetic about it, but I feel good that I know I'm going to get good service right. because I'm a regular. Okay. But a lot of the times when I go over there, for one, they never... Have all the food that, like, you know, they, like they don't have enough of a selection all the time. And it's just this one yeah. that we always go to. Because the other ones are full. I go to ones in Castleberry. Mm-hmm. I'll go to one that's on. There was There's one, one over on, uh, I believe, 1792 over there. And it always has everything. Everything you're going to want. It's just this one over here by the station. And I know why. Why is and, that? And, uh, it, well, because of some of the larger women that work there and are never in there. They're always outside smoking. Now, I have no you know, problems with people smoking while they're working, you know, taking a quick little break. But when it is... I do, but we won't even get... That'll sidetrack us. When it is during their busiest period and oh. there's only... Yeah, <laughs> when it's a heavy flow day. We're in their spot. And, <laughs> and uh, there's only one person in there working... Uh, because the rest of them are either stocking something that doesn't need to be stocked, it's never bought, or uh, outside smoking. It's a problem. I, I go in there today just to buy a little uh, uh, protein bar and a Monster. Okay. Energy drink. Mm-hmm. And so I go get in line. I'm only two people back. One person working the register. And, of course, the first person in line, when I get up there, and she's already been there since I've uh, been in the store, went and grabbed my stuff and came up there, is doing the lotto ticket thing. This piece of white trash sitting up there with all of her lotto tickets spread out like beautiful mind. You know, they get, if she could have tape putting them all over the wall, she would. And it, Here's the thing that I say. I honestly believe we need a whole separate line, maybe even store, for lottery tickets. At least have a machine in there where they go up and they do everything on the machine, and all they have to do is hand over the tickets that say, hey, this is what is owed to him, and, uh, you know, take it right away right there. You know, it could be very easy, very pain-free, but these these workers over at the 7-Eleven, which the guy that was in there working is my favorite. Looks a little tardish. But he's definitely my favorite. He uh, he's able to uh, you know. He's always he's, he's always, always working. working. Yeah. yeah, and unlike the larger woman or women that work there sometimes, who look it, like they do mornings over at Jack FM. Yes, uh, <laughs> they tend to uh, take a lot of time not doing anything while this 
kind of target guy does all the work, and the service is so damn slow now, because of it. I will also say this. There's another skinny, kind of cute girl. There's a few actually semi-cute girls that work over there. I was very shocked at that. I never saw a decent-looking girl working at a 7-Eleven before until I got out here, and there's actually a, a couple of them that have gone in and out of there. I don't know if all of them are still working there, and, but there's a, a few of them that are definitely taggable. And they work hard. Mm-hmm. Taggable and then released out into the wild yes. again. Yes, yes. <laughs> but there are two... <laughs> Leave my number on them. <laughs> just behemoths who are awful workers. And, and then I call I, them the Twin Towers. Here's what I ask you. Is it because they're fat? I think so, because the rest of the women there have no problem working. I don't think it's a woman thing. I don't think it's... And uh, I, you really can't equate it to guys because there's not really any large men that work there. So I, I, and the only two or three, I think there's actually three of them mm-hmm. that never work and are a pain in the ass. Even when they are working, they always feel like it always seems like you're asking them to carry a cinder block across the store when all you want is for them to take that little scanner, run it across your things, and I'm going to run this card, and that's it. I'm out of your hair. Now here's what's usually going on: they're either gossiping. Or asking when their next smoke break is. Yeah. Well, Let's, here's the thing. And I don't think they have any other life than that 7-Eleven, because I see them up there when they're not working, too, just hanging out with the other fat ones. Now, here's what pisses you off even more. One of the, their fat hips. One of the behemoths mm-hmm. was standing outside. She smoked probably three cigarettes while, while you were in inside there. while the skinny dude was working hard. Let me ask you, and I'm willing to throw it out there. Are fat people worse workers? Yes, definitely. For some reason, and and there's a reason why people are fat. Some people have that issue. I think it's probably 5% of uh, the fat people have that, that medical issue that makes you fat. But there are these a lot of fat people, and there's a reason that they're fat. They are lazy. Glandular. Come on. <laughs> I said 5% glandular. The rest of them? There's a reason why they're fat. They're lazy. They're lazy at home, and they feel like, for some reason, they're owed something other than the wage that they're being paid to work that job. All right, here's the thing. Let's take a break and come back, and I want to explore this more. Are fat people worse workers? Yes. It's a hideout real radio. And they smell odd. There's a thickness to it. All right, welcome back into the hideout real radio 104.1. Quit drumming, Gibbs. Dub's pissed off because our neighborhood 7-Eleven has a couple of fat chicks. That do nothing. And, and when they... Oh, I hope to calm down. And so now you have stereotyped an entire group of people based on those two. Not on those two. I've worked with many fat people in my day. I was an idiot. And I have uh, fat people in my family, and I see the same common problem. They think everything is a bother. They don't... They, they never are motivated Dubs, is something like this what you hear at the, at 7-Eleven? <sighs> yeah. I don't know why I have to stuck the shelf. <laughs> yeah. Just because I have the uniform on. Uh, I mean, there's still some stuff that they could stock it. Just, you know, get it and I'll All right, Matt, talk when it's your turn. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm, I'm sorry. I thought that was uh, I thought that was you. My bad. <sighs> I, don't, I don't know. I have to talk when he wants me to talk. Jason and Longwood, you're in the hideout. I had a rough day. Go ahead, Jason. Oh, hey, yeah, I'm fat and I work my ass off. All right, now, because here's the thing. I think Dubs is stereotyping to an awful degree. What kind of job do you have, Jason? I install trailers on construction sites. So this guy's working hard with his hands. How big are you? Yeah, I got a whole-around block. I'm 
300. That's a big man. Working hard, Dub. So, see, you can't stereotype Jason and Longwood because of a couple of fat chicks I over would, at 7 Eleven. I would like to see. Well, maybe I am just stereotype. Maybe I should just stereotype the chicks then. Uh, all right, so it's just I fat agree. girls. All right, yes. thank you, Jason. No, and here's the problem. It's the weak legs. They get them really lazy. It's you, Matt. You are also this person. Mm-hmm. You would fit in perfectly there. Yeah. And for some reason, because I've, I've worked these jobs before, I've uh, managed these jobs before, and if this happened at any of the jobs I was working at, these people would be fired. When it, We had no problem with people taking smoke breaks, but if you saw someone walk into the store... You took that cigarette, you put it in the ashtray, and you walked in. I think it's a whole thing of being a smoker. I think it's not even that they're fat. I think it's because they're smokers. No, it's not. Because uh, what they're doing, and the reason they're smokers is because they're lazy. That's their one way of getting away. That's a, a nice, nice, easy way to get a break. Mm-hmm. And when they are working, they're always licking icing off their finger. <laughs> Bro, it is so disgusting. Brian, hold on. Hold on to that. We'll get to Brian. I want to ask you about that again. Brian, what's Sweat. up, dude? Hey, man. Hey, guys. Listen, I just wanted to say, look, I'm like 6'1". I weigh 175 pounds. Mm-hmm. I am a lazy bastard. I start drinking usually around 1230 in the afternoon. <laughs> Congratulations. I've got a brother. He's 6'2". He's over 300 pounds, and he works his ass off. So it's obviously so, not. It's, He's still over 300 pounds. Yeah. But it could be glandular. It could be more than 5%. <laughs> no, it's, it's always not. been that way, man. I'm telling you. He's got a lot more energy than I do. You well, know? well, he's always burning calories. Thank you, Brian. He's got plenty of carbs in him. His heart just working hard. I don't understand why you go off just stereotyping all these people. All right, here. Bongswat has a little equation. Mm-hmm. He goes, chicks 250 pounds up and dudes 300 pounds and up equal worthless piles of waste. Agreed. I think it's a little high for the girls, 250. I'd say 200. 200. Yeah. 200's a big girl. Now, here's the thing. Guys, I'd up it. 350. 350, 400. I say 350. I hope they don't ask my opinion on this. I really don't feel like having it. Uh, Matt, please, if you're going to talk, And I don't know why, your hand. why your thoughts are coming through the radio. <laughs> I'm too lazy to think. Matt's mind, please. I think a new character was just born. <laughs> Matt's mind. Yeah. I wish I had my mesh shorts on. <laughs> Can I wear my mesh shorts? Listen, listen to him just cracking up at the jokes in because, his head. Because he knows it's true. Yeah. I was thinking that before I got here. <laughs> Should I wear my mesh shorts? <laughs> because you're, you're too lazy to unbutton them when you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, Steve, exactly. Steve in Orlando, you're in the hideout. <laughs> What's up, Steve? Man, he punched out. What was his question, Gibbs? Probably got tired of holding the phone. He wanted to ask, uh, do you work harder than everybody else in the hideout? Me? Hefe? Yes. No. I think Dubs, Chunks, and Tommy all probably work harder. <laughs> hmm, maybe there is something to this. Well, and I don't know about you, but when I was at my fattest, I noticed that I was at my laziest, and that's why I kept on getting fatter, because I had no motivation to go do anything. I think you're onto something to a point. I think it has to do more with personality. I don't think I think they're fat because they're lazy, but not all fat people are lazy. Mm. If that makes any sense. I think they're I th- all just depressed. I think those people 
you know what? I think there might be some of that, too. I think there's a depression issue that uh, makes them uh, not want to work and not want to lose weight. What's and, that? What's what, depression? depression? Yeah, that's not you. What are you talking about? I hate my dad. <laughs> and? <laughs> and add everyone else. <laughs> Seriously, Matt, why haven't you gone to try? F- you haven't even attempted the job hunt, have you? Yes, I've looked on Craigslist, and uh, <laughs> I realize that uh, have I, to... I have I have uh, very little qualifications. You have to pound the pavement. <laughs> Don't you realize you have to start somewhere? Yeah, you can't start at the top. You can't get a suit and tie job or a uh, <laughs> or a mesh short and you know where I tank saw... top job like you would love to have. Oh thing... God, I'd kill for that job. Here's the thing about. <laughs> Here's the thing about Matt. He doesn't want to have to have a job where he has to tuck his shirt in because he doesn't want people to see his big belly. <laughs> like you're hiding it. Yeah. Like the untucked shirt. I hide it very well. No, you don't. <laughs> I think you should go over to Sports Authority. I saw a large man working there, shirt untucked. Mm. I, yeah, I don't understand why you just don't go to like some of the local businesses. I, all of them have uh, now hiring on them. Just go over there and say, hey, can I get an app? Alan in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Alan? Hey, guys, I love the show, man. Thank you, bro. Hey, I just want to make one comment, man. You guys are from D.C. Mm-hmm. I lived up there for a couple of years. I don't know how you can compare 7-Eleven to Wawa. All right, here's the thing. We had run commercials on WJFK for Wawa, and I had never been to one until the week before we left. I never went to one. Yeah, there was oh, one in... Oh, man, it's the bomb. Yeah, I hear it is like... It's heaven. It's like oh, just this man. whole nother degree, so... Uh, it really was very cool, but I have I had only been to one J Dubs. Thank you, Alan. Now the best out of all of them is MTO. Made to order. Have you ever seen the MTOs? No. Oh, they're they're the greatest because like it's like it, MTOs are inside of uh, I can't remember what kind of uh, gas station, but what you do there's a little computer there. They have different things. You just punch in what you want, and they make it however you want. Made to order. What about it's like the future. What about a nice quality dairy? Ooh, QD was great. It was awful. What? It was dirty. They had these up in Michigan. Quality dairies. But they had 90-ounce, like, sodas and uh, slushies for 65 cents. Ugh. So imagine the quality of people going there. Yeah, the top quality soda they're selling. You can buy liquor there. Shasta. Fago. Yeah. Hey. Juggalo. (laughs) Juggalo. There's plenty of Fago. There, there's plenty That's of... That's where the gathering would happen. <laughs> there's Fago everywhere in Michigan, though. Any store you went into had it. Nice little ICP humor for you. Mm-hmm. Sabrina in Tampa, ladies first in the hideout. What's up, Sabrina? Hey, I love you guys. I want to say that first. But Thank you. But, I work for a bi- very busy law firm, and there's about ten of us ladies who smoke. Hot. And out of the ten of them, two of us are... are quite large mm-hmm. and let me tell you what we are the ones that bust our ass and work the hardest you're the workhorses so I, <laughs> I totally I don't, disagree I don't know if you guys work hard or you think you do yeah. I, I, I think you have a self perception right, just on. because you're out of breath doesn't mean you're working hard because <laughs> <laughs> you're being sweaty every day alright hold on a second now go ahead Sabrina go ahead sweetie not right. Seriously, we... No, I, here's the thing. Hold on. Hold on. I can see both of their points of view. Sabrina, I I don't think it's right what Dubs is doing, stereotyping uh, larger people, especially because uh, I'm one. So I have to disagree with J-Dubs. On the other hand, it is an interesting point, and I'll say this. Because when you are bigger, Matt can attest to this, I can attest to this, especially when I was bigger. Mm-hmm. When you are doing stuff, 
it does seem like you're working a lot yeah. harder than everybody else. That's literally because your heart is working harder. Yeah, yeah. Your heart. It, it just feels <laughs> harder. Go ahead, what Sabrina. I do. I mean, I'm a paralegal, so it's mm-hmm. not like my job is very physical. Right, right, It's right. very mental, so it's not like I'm working up a sweat, you yes, know, you working outside yes, or anything are, like that. Right. No, I'm, you know, I mean, it's just our job. Just on your neck. I can, hear a, I can hear a thighs rubbing together on the phone. All right. Thank you, Sabrina. I appreciate it. Matt, you have no room to talk. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I'm asking you to stop. The Beast. <laughs> it annoys me when Matt does that. <laughs> why? Because he's that person. I know. That's why he has all the good jokes for because he's heard them all. And that's why I can say the N-word, because I'm black, too. Mm-hmm. Me, no, too. No, you can't. Watch me. I can't, because I grew up with it. <laughs> this is your dad cursing at the Lions and Pistons. Mm-hmm. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. And Ball. Coming up at the end of this segment, you have your next chance to get qualified for that Mitsubishi 52-inch DLP projection HD TV. Stay tuned for that sounder at the end of this segment here in the hideout on Roll Radio 104.1. We'll get back to the fat people thing in two seconds, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I got this email from uh, Jeremy. He says, I got a spot in the free throw shoot-off tomorrow for the NCAA flyaway you guys are giving away for the contest. Two questions. One, sounds like Clear Channel is going to have you guys on lockdown tomorrow. Are we going to have a problem getting into the parking lot? No. No. You should be A-OK. There should be plenty of parking. We recommend if you're in the free throw shooting contest or you want to come down here and hang out, Watch it all go down. We've got a great show planned for you tomorrow here. The Compound, 2500 Maitland Center Parkway. Get here about 6.30, okay? 6.30. Secondly, how are the bracket positions going to be determined? They are determined in order of the slots they were given away. Mm -hmm. So basically, as we've been going for the past week, figuring out the 32 contestants, um, we've been plugging them in top of the bracket to the bottom of the bracket. So it just, you know, it just Your depends. luck of the draw, almost. Luck yeah. of uh, whenever you got in. Exactly. So that's the way it's going down. Good luck to you, Jeremy, tomorrow for that all-inclusive trip from CompUSA to the NCAA Final Four. Dubs, um, you insist that fat people are lazy. Yes. Especially when it comes to working. I disagree. Uh, it, it just seems like uh, they they expect to be getting more than just their wage. Like, every, like their wage isn't enough, and you're bothering them. Like, they carry more weight than most people. Yes. <laughs> Deborah and St. Cloud, you're in the hideout. Ladies first. What's up, Deborah? Hi. Um, I just want to say that I'm used to being, like, 110 to 114 mm-hmm. pounds, and I'm pregnant now, and I'm 140-something pounds. Right. And just tying my shoes gets me out of breath. So I can't imagine being this weight. While I'm not pregnant, because I would not even dare to do that. I, and I work, and, and you're little, I'm not lazy at my work because I have no choice. I'm the only one there. Right. But I, I can see how lazy, how fat people would be lazy at work. Because if I was given a chance, I would probably be like that right now. No, and, and all right, that's a very interesting perspective from someone who isn't usually large. Maybe uh, maybe it's because you're pregnant though, and that kind of does a whole yeah, other thing like too. Like when you're pregnant, you do get to be kind of tired. Yeah, but right. It doesn't mean you get out of breath. So I'm thinking that fat people must get out of breath easy. Uh, Matt, yeah, so. <laughs> thank you, thank, thank you, Deborah. Appreciate it, sweetie. 
Now, I will say this, and this is what I've always wondered, too. Uh, just a brief tangent on pregnancy. I've never understood women getting obese during pregnancy and eating whatever it is they want to. It seems that a lot of women will use that as an excuse to let their body go. Not all of them. I, I think that's more offensive than what I was saying about fat chicks. But, yeah. a, but a lot. I would think that while you were pregnant, more than any other time in your life, you would watch what you eat and, like, made sure that you're not ingesting awful things like pickles and ice cream. What's wrong with pickles? Yeah. A lot of sodium? Like an, an insane amount of sodium? A few every once in a while don't hurt you. To me, I've just never understood how that happens. Now, I understand you're going to gain weight. These things happen because you're carrying a leech. But to put on just these insane uh, numbers of pounds. What's what's the uh, fair amount of pounds you should put on during pregnancy? I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I'm not going right, to lie. But negative ten. What would you What would you guess? What would you think? What would you be happy with if your uh, if your chick got pregnant? You wouldn't be happy with anything. No. But uh, if she gave birth to like an eight pound baby, yeah. What plus that would you? I'm thinking twenty pounds. Yeah, I would say double. I think twenty pounds is reasonable. Not calling out Deborah, who I guess put on thirty. 30. Fatty. But. <laughs> It, my, that happened to my mom. Like that's she's never been able to bounce back from it. When she had a lover boy, she put on the weight. She bounced back a little bit, but then she had Chub Rock. You know, two years later, and she had never really lost the weight from Lover Boy. And then before you know it, you that's know, the killer. She, she went from 135 up to maybe 160, down to 150, up to 180, and now 230. That's like the killer that. when you uh, when you get pregnant before you fully recovered from your uh, previous pregnancy, and uh, then it just becomes way too much to handle. That's where a lot of women end up putting on all the weight from the kids. Chris in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Chris? Yeah, just uh, well, I was going to say something about the fat thing, but uh, be careful on the pregnant lady thing because you're going to open the floodgates of hell. Yeah, they they are very moody. Well, no, but the uh, I was going to say the benchmark that you should go by on if you're too fat is whether you get the uh, the uh, sweat mustache when you go to the fridge. <laughs> All right, that is true. When, when you, you open the fridge up and the beads of sweat. Thank you, Chris. Um. I remember I said that once before in D.C. Remember, and that lady called, like some lady called up, just was it livid, breastfeeding, yelling at me. No, what I just said about oh. women gaining too much weight during pregnancy. Because I would even think too, like while you're in the middle of conceiving, again, you want to try to make your body the best that it could be. Yeah, and then especially while you're carrying the baby that you're bringing into this world. Now you have to understand, I'm a feminist. I mean, you laugh, but I really am. You know, and but I'm just thinking from a logical point of view. Why would you put on all that weight, and why would you just ingest what could be the worst things when you're feeding that to your kid? Yeah, that, you, that's, that's me, going directly there. Let me ask you this: When you have a newborn, mm -hmm. are you going to feed it pickles and ice cream? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. It doesn't be cuter than a kid eating a pickle. A little <laughs> just gumming on it. So why would you so dirty? You're such a kid toucher. Why? So when you were... That's why you have the green paint. So when you are... 
when you when that thing is developing inside you, why would you ingest those things when like that's partly what you're passing on to it? Am I am I out of my mind? <laughs> nope, Matt is. That maniac just curls up in the corner. Desiree in Orlando, ladies first. What's up, Desiree? Hey, how are you? All right, what you got? Um, I have some comments about your your opinion on appropriate weight gain during mm-hmm. pregnancy. Now, hold on. Thing, hold on. We, we weren't sure. That this is just a guess. Yeah, let me yeah. say this. Right. I did. I said I'm no doctor, and I assumed right. that 20 pounds. But I just want you to realize that even an obese woman should gain 25 pounds, and your average woman should gain 35 to 40 pounds. Okay, now so what? that. But I also want to hold, hold, hold on, hold on, before you get going any further. Now, hold on. Where did you get that from? Because I do want to be educated. Like, is well, that is that in normal I, books? I have a bachelor's degree in health science, okay. and I also had a baby a year and a half ago. All right, fair enough. I just wanted to know the source. And uh, what else? All right. My other thing is, as far as one so- people letting themselves go, lots of women eat like garbage all the time, and mm. then they get pregnant, and they just use it as an excuse to eat more garbage. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And then after they have the baby, they don't do anything specifically to lose the weight. So that's that. But not everybody does that. No, like, would you? And I, I am in better shape now than I was before I had the baby. Would you agree that a lot of the times when the women get really big after having a few kids, it's because they didn't uh, try to lose that weight after the first kid, and not then necessarily, and it just keeps on pounding on each other. See, I didn't hear that last thing you said. They, it keeps on piling on each other, like you know, well, like uh, three pregnancies in a row, and you don't really try to bounce back from the pregnancy before. And then partially, you, partially, but like also your abdominal muscles lose elasticity and your skin loses. Other elasticity, things does too. So. Yeah. Uh, poon. All right, thank you, Desiree. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, sweetie. Thank you. All right, now, she's honest. Again, according to obfocus.com, normal weight gain is twenty to thirty pounds. Okay. So, like I said, twenty. Yeah. I was on the low end of that. She sounded like she was attacking, and there's no reason. I think we were on the same side there. Mm-hmm. What, Chunks? Nothing. I just came in in case she was going to start attacking. <laughs> Why? Just so you could pick a fight with the chick? Yes. Sick of them thinking they get leeway for everything just because they spread their legs, and now they're pregnant. All right, shut it. <laughs> what? Uh, that's the most ridiculous argument I've ever heard. No, it's true. Oh, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Do everything for it. Look at me. <laughs> You're sexist. No, whatever. Screw them. Nobody cares that you had a kid. All right? Nobody gives a damn. Nobody else but you care about your kid. So any of you friggin' ladies that are going to call in bitching about it, you're, <laughs> you're taking them all on. And pregnancy isn't beautiful. It's a hideous-looking thing. And you look hideous, and yes, you are fat. I'll go back in the office now. <laughs> I'm glad we could have this Chunks moment. Mm-hmm. Make, make sure you talk to the website people tomorrow and uh, get that stuff updated. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess that's what that was all about. Uh, Randy and Titusville, you're in the hideout. What's up, Randy? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? All right. What's up? Good times. Hey, mm-hmm. I think if the fetus weighs a pound, then the woman gains a pound. And I, if, all right. You've got to have a little more leeway than that. I don't think you can only gain eight pounds, nine ounces. Pound and a half, two pounds, three pounds. Let's push it to five. That's enough. Poor, uh, you're insane. Oh, boy. All right. Here's this one. Carrie says, my little sister's a week away from having a baby. She's gained 15 to 18 pounds. I mean, look at the, even the stars, mm-hmm. okay? People who have something invested in their body, their livelihoods. Angelina Jolie, for example. Is Adopt. 
she's probably going to gain 20 pounds at most and, Mo- then, and then bounce back uh, immediately. Most of them adopt because they know they can't bounce back the way they used to. Liv Tyler was just in the news saying how she still hasn't dropped her baby weight from two years ago. That's why she can't find work now. Yeah, that was her fat sister. Right. Was her fat sister? Mia. She was on the uh, Celebrity Fit Club, too. Oh, that's her? Yeah, that's Ugh. her sister. That's an ugly family. <laughs> I'm Seriously. I, am I the one guy who thinks Liv Tyler is hideous? Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, she's hot. No. I used to think she was really hot, and then the more I looked at her, the more I hated her. Oh, that's what every woman. Yeah. yeah, well, I really hate her. Or you mean talk to her? Or... I don't know why I have to hate her. <laughs> Smack Daddy, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ass. Smack Daddy? Yeah, What's up, buddy? I got something about the, these uh, these fat chicks. Mm-hmm. And I've been writing a book for a few years, and I'm just about three-quarters of the way finished with it. And uh, I think I'm going to get, what's that, you know, Richard Simmons? Yeah. The, the exercise group. Uh, the oldies. He might endorse it for me, but the cover of the book wow. is what's going to sell it. And basically it's aimed at uh, couch potatoes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. No matter what regimen you get into, you got to have exercise in your life you know, to, to help burn up stuff. But tell me, I want you to get your opinion on it. Uh, and this is what the cover of the book will say. Uh, the whole front page of it is probably going to be a paperback. Mm-hmm. It is that really bright, bright, almost glow-in-the-dark iridescent blue. Mm-hmm. And on the top one-third of the uh, the paperback, in bright yellow, is going to be the word fat, <laughs> with with drippings, like dripping off the bottom of the letters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think you got a winner. And underneath that it says, if it doesn't cross your lips, it won't go on your hips. I like the, that. The bottom line to losing weight and keeping it off. And so, I mean, you got to think about it. I didn't it. get that tattooed on my dong. Thank <laughs> 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 you, smack that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's talk to Terry in Orlando, then we'll break, and we'll get to the giving away or uh, the qualification. Terry in Orlando, what's up, Terry? Hello. Um, I just call him because I work in retail, and I'm dressing women every day, all day. And these women come in with their kids who are about seven, eight years old, and they're saying, oh, this dress doesn't look good. I've got my baby fat. And I'm thinking, okay, well, your kid's seven, eight years old. They still use this excuse for seven years, eight mm-hmm. years, saying that they have this baby fat. All right. Well, you're, you're not a baby anymore. No, uh, it's, not, it's not them being a baby anymore. It's their no, the, the, baby here, being a baby. Their kids aren't babies anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, no, that's a great point, Terry. I appreciate the uh, phone call, sweetie. Here's the thing I'm going to say about this, too. You put on the weight in nine months, okay? That... That month afterwards as well, you know, you're recovering, you just gave birth, you're doing the whole thing, all right? And I'm even going to take into account you got a newborn in the house, you're not getting a lot of sleep, all right? Again, this is the feminist in me understanding what a woman has, trying to understand what a woman has to go through. I want you to wear one of those uh, those pregnant suits. <laughs> Walk around with that Essentially, for a week. I am. Look at me. <laughs> True. So, <laughs> I love how you... Agrees. You just fat bastard. So, okay, bacon. <laughs> so, my point is, I think you should probably give a chick mm-hmm. eighteen months to lose the weight after having a baby. I think it's realistic, considering you know raising a kid. You put the weight on, 
in, you know, nine months, 18 months to get back to where you were. What if you, what do you do if uh, she doesn't? Even though as soon as you give birth, you lose right around eight pounds, nine pounds. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't? Yeah. Uh, leave her. <laughs> leave know. her and the kid. Go to a different state. Yeah. One that they won't find you in. And never pay for that baby again. Maybe put it in your uh, your marriage contract. Or, yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, I'll write King Dude about that. See what he thinks. See or, what the Dude Nation thinks. Or become a postman. I got the thumbs up is from Dude your, Nation. Is that your dad? <laughs> yeah. It's the Hideout Low Radio 104.1. Stay tuned to the hideout. The hideout. The hideout. All right, Dubs, let me tell you about this situation that I've had go on between me and my uh, my chick and see what you think I should do about a potential possibly stalker. And, Tommy, I'm really interested to find out what you have to say about this. It's the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. One segment too late. It's the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. I just want to hear the song. Eric Brooks uh, uh, is now qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HDTV. Congratulations to Eric. Another qualification for that from Texas Instruments and CompUSA coming up at uh, 9.15 and then 10.15. We draw the winner next week. You know, this uh, this uh, music might have a meaning to this segment because, like a wolf, your chick has a stalker, something ready to pounce. All right, let me tell this story real fast. <laughs> And then I will, uh, I'll get it out there. So I've been uh, seeing this chick, and I really like her. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in the hideout bowling league or you've come up to a couple of events, you've probably seen her. She is uh, gorgeous and fantastic. And um, let me see. So we've been going out for a little while or whatever. And, well, here's, we had a great day today. We, had, we did some really fun stuff. Okay. And I was hanging out at her day, at her place most of the day, and then I decided to leave. And I'm wondering how we're, like, backstory. Let me see. All right, I'll start with this. There's this one guy, and I've mentioned him on the air before, okay? The Beast. About a year ago, I guess, they were friends, and I guess he was seeing a few people, like one of those kind of guys juggling mm-hmm. chicks. She had a crush on him for a second. And then, but nothing ever happened because she was kind of in that friend area. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like Matt is, I suppose. Yeah. Just constantly stuck in the friend mode. But now that she's been seeing me and he heard about it, he realizes, oh, my God. Well, he That was one of his reserves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's completely true. Uh, she was supposed to be on standby. Yeah, you took a bucket out of his well. He doesn't like that. And so then it's kind of like, well, you know, that's not there anymore. But now that it's no longer there, I want it. I got to have it. Mm -hmm. Right? So maybe a a couple months back or something, I don't know. He he sends her, like, flowers. Oh, really? Drops off flowers. Right? When we started going out. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, whatever. No big deal. Drops off flowers and then sends an email about how I can't believe what I missed out on. I don't know if I'll ever get to have you now. I wish I would have planted the seed and we could have grown our own flowers. This, that, and the other, okay? Mm-hmm. Have you written that before? Oh, please. 
I've written so much cheese. Well, she, th- because they were friends, she tries to be nice about it. Hey, you know, while well, I'm seeing somebody, sorry, maybe we can still be friends. Ooh, that or, was a bad move on her part. There. Agreed. That's what I said. But whatever, I don't want to be controlling. Well, and uh, it, it's hard for girls to be completely mean. You, you, know? Don't, you don't have to be controlling. Just smack the paper out of her hand when she tries to write that back. You have to slam the door on the guy. So then he had really like kind of turned up the notch in his pursuit of her as we got a little bit more serious. Occasionally dropping by. Out of nowhere? Yeah. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, hey, this is going to... It's going to have to stop because it's kind of creepy, you know, a little bit. Because he knows about me, and he's not respecting our relationship, you know? So then she goes off, and she refuses to, well, she had refused to believe, you know, well, we can just be friends, you know? Because she no longer has interest in him. She thought for sure that the just friends thing would work, and it would be all over with. And she told him, hey, you know, you're going to have to back off. I'm very happy. Back the hell off. That whole thing. So then today, after our fantastic day uh, hanging out, uh, I'm leaving her place. And there's a lot of stuff in between with this Mm -hmm. guy, but, you know, whatever. Um, Leaving her place and open up the door, and there is a stuffed animal on the doorknob. Cute. That was nice of you. Uh, no, was it from me? Oh. Mm-hmm. It was from this guy. I um, hate that on two two separate reasons. All right, hold on. Well, and, maybe if you were sending stuffed animals, he wouldn't have to. And then there's a card, okay, mm-hmm. that says, You, you got what I need. <laughs> but you say we're you're just a friend? But then there's a card that says, Just wanted to let you know... That you're cared about. Was it a Care Bear? Yes. Nice. <laughs> nice I told you. I'm on the cheese level. <laughs> Congratulations. I know what's going on with this dude. I like him already. <laughs> you think he wants to do a radio show? <laughs> the, the cheese factor. <laughs> so I'm sitting here. Rush Limburger. <laughs> and she's livid. You know, I am furious because since we've been together, he's sent notes on MySpace, he's sent flowers, Mm -hmm. and now he's sent stuffed animals. And here's the other thing, too. I don't know if he knows that I was over there because he didn't knock. He just dropped off the stuffed animal. I wish he had knocked. Uh, Would you have punched him in the head? No. I am not a fighter. I am a lover. But now I'm thinking, what do I do? Because here's the problem. My chick, incredibly hot, incredibly cool, and she has had a stalker before, and that was part of the reason why she left uh, from the previous town that she was in to here. And I'm worried about another stalker coming out, like, in the mix. And so at this point, what do I do? To me, I'm not against her having male friends, but to me, this guy can't be a friend anymore. You know, like, I don't even think you have contact with this guy anymore. 
because of the creepiness of the things that he's doing and because of the lack of the uh, respect for the relationship. Here's the thing. you got to uh, allow her to handle it in her own way and uh, just try to help her out with that because if you if you take the initiative and try to be a macho man, you're going to come off as the jerk. I completely wholeheartedly agree. Now, here's the problem. She's, like, sent messages, and she's even forwarded them to me of, hey, you got to back off. She knows his roommate, because they were all kind of a group of friends, mm-hmm. and has told her to tell him to back off. She has told him on the phone to back off. Um, she's asked me to maybe get involved. But With him? No. In a gay way? No. Three wow. Nice. But I'm like... Oh, well, now what do I do? Like, do I send him a nasty email? <laughs> do I call him? No, you have chunks to it because he's the typing master. Yeah. He knows how to write scathing emails and right. word documents. Chunks says, you need to blanking stab him, dude. If you don't, he'll stab you. Well, we are the station that brings the hits. I've seen it happen <laughs> too many times. Hmm. You wholeheartedly agree that agree with that, Chunks? I mean, you wrote it, but... Yeah, you need to stab him. I'm not going to go stab anybody. You have to, or he'll do it to you. you got to understand, you're just some dude. Now, in the way, and if this guy's legitimately crazy... Which, there ha- could have, be some issues. Have you seen... He's ha- going to stab you. Hold on, and Chunks. kill you. You need to do that to him first, Is man. he wearing Stop headphones in there? I'm not a... Pre- in the neck. Is he wearing headphones in there? No. Start. All right, now, uh, have you gotten to uh, see this guy? Have you uh, been able to look him up and down and see what kind of guy he is? I've met him. I mean, I haven't met him. I've seen his MySpace. Big guy? I don't know. White? Yeah, white guy. Eh, don't worry about it. Yeah, he's good. Alicia in Orlando, you're in the (laughs) hideout. I went through this twice. Uh Uh-huh. Once with... My ex-boyfriend and the ones with the boyfriend before that, both of them had different ways of going about it. Mm-hmm. My first boyfriend, um, he was like, no, you can't talk to him anymore. And I was like, I don't get it. He just wants to be friends. He's just giving me a gift. I was really stupid back then. Right. Mm-hmm. He ended up beating him up. I broke up with him, and I ran to the other guy because he was my friend, and I felt really bad for him. Totally do not beat him up. Of don't course do anything. not. No, not at all. The second boyfriend, he was some mark. He was like, you know what? If you want to keep on talking to him, that's totally fine. But just to let you know, this isn't the way to treat someone when you know that they have a boyfriend. This isn't the way a friend would act. So I sat on that for a while. And, you know, in the meantime, Ew. this guy was kept on sending me stuff and kept on being like, oh, your boyfriend's a jerk. And finally, I saw it his way, not because he forced me to, but because he was so, like, just look at it. That's creepy. Uh, Alicia, here's the thing, and I think you'll be proud of me. I did exactly, and I'm doing exactly what the second boyfriend did of, this guy isn't a real friend because he doesn't respect you or the relationship and the way that you feel. And that's, and I said, you need to handle it yourself. Thank you, Alicia. That's crazy. You need to pull a Bush preemptive strike thing and just stab him. Dude, fine. Go ahead and do it this way. Be the nice guy. You handle it. And you're going to get stabbed. And you're going to die. You're going to be bleeding. You think I'm joking. But it's going to happen. you got to forgive me. I've been playing the Godfather game all last night. Oh, then you don't even know. You have a skewed perspective. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up in 20 minutes. Hideout door price blowout after that. 
more qualifications for the TV. Don't forget tomorrow, downstairs at the compound, right here in Maitland, we'll be doing our free throw shooting contest. Come on up and hang out with us. First few people will get into the contest as well. You want to get here about 6.30. All right, just talking about how my chick who has a friend, not really respecting our relationship, keeps sending flowers. And uh, Teddy bears. Today a Care Bear. Where do you find a Care Bear at? I don't know. Along with a note, and it's really starting to get at me. Alex PCS, who I've missed, by the way, good to see he's back, says... Just say, just play some basketball with him. He'll foul you, and you'll bitch fight like you always do. <laughs> Good laughing, call. Laughing my ass off. Then it says, I'm with Chunks. Shank that F. <laughs> there you go. Then Jake says, uh, stab, someone stab Chunks. Damn. You guys rock. Keep the laughs coming. Um, Five chuckle an hour guarantee. I forgot about that. It was three chuckles an hour, actually. Yeah, five chuckles. That's, uh, That's over, a little overwhelming. That's uh, we gotta go, that. we got to go back to that. Um, all right, Tommy Bateman, what do you think? Because for some reason I trust you more on this than anybody else. Well, I've dated girls who've had stalkers in the past. And one thing I've noticed is that you said your girl had a stalker before. Mm-hmm. They seem... The girls that have had one stalker tend to attract others. Well, it... it it's like that with any kind of person. Any kind of, anytime a person's attracted to someone or someone's attracted to them, it's usually because they fit that profile type that get that kind of person. Yes, so this guy probably, right now, not really technically a stalker, but it could easily turn into that. It could ask, I hate that he knows where she lives. Well, first thing I would do is I would booby trap your, her outside of her house. Okay. Like what, home alone? Yes. So a big bucket of paint could fall no, on like him? No, like, by the windows, make it look like there's there's dirt there when it's really just, like, a three-foot hole with, like, spikes at the bottom. What the hell? I would do this if I had a house. I swear to God, I would. Um, Put some micro-machines in your porch. All right, people are, asking, <laughs> people are asking for his MySpace profile so they can harass. No. Can we at least see him? No. Oh, uh-huh. we can't get, take a look at him? No, because I know what will happen. Dude, you tell me where he lives right now, and I'm going to shake him for you. I don't know. How are you going to shake sh- someone when you're out of breath just from walking from your car? That's a good point. Plus, <laughs> some of the girls I've dated, like, they've had other guys. That, it was, like, before I was with them. And one girl in particular told me that this guy was staring out her, at, at her window. So her, her other boyfriend came out and beat the crap out of the guy. It didn't stop him from stalking her at all. Yeah. So if you quote-unquote shank the guy you better kill him because it's well, not, it's it's an addiction basically be, before you yeah. start throwing this shank around too much you should know that uh when chunks mean it says shank it's his word for oral so oh. it's uh now it of, makes sense hey, i'm talking serious here. no i'm no, not you're not i'm not gonna no we're not gonna stab anybody right underneath the rib cage i'm not gonna do anything to him i want to leave it to her my problem is i've left it to her and he refuses to leave her alone and he's still dropping by it it drives me insane that we're hanging out this afternoon, mm-hmm. having a great time. He sneaks up to her door, leaves the Care Bear in the note, and then sneaks off. There's something really creepy and kind of scary about that, especially when she knows that he's with somebody, and especially because... He... <laughs> what? He knows he's with somebody, that's what you said. Oh, he yeah. knows that I'm with somebody. She's with somebody. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> I'm a little... 
frazzled. Yeah, he's trying to scare you now. He's trying to assert his power. No, 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 but he's trying to. He's trying to show you that he still has power over her and you. He's still trying to mark territory like an animal. That's part of the stalking aspect. Yeah, dude, you're not even an element in this equation. You're just somebody getting in the way. See, he had power over her before. Didn't you say she kind of liked him or something? Yeah. See, he had power because he wasn't giving in to what quote unquote her demands or what she wanted. So right. he therefore he had power. Now she's eh, I'm not really interested in you. I'm He's lost else. the power. And he wants that power back. So basically the best thing you can do, and it'll drive him up a wall, but it'll also make him very bored, ignore everything. Don't reply back to anything he writes. If if he writes around MySpace, don't even check it, you know, because you can check on the scent if you've yeah. read it. Don't even read it. Yeah, if, uh, you know, if for some reason he does keep on doing it, you know, and keep on going after you, it's going to make him more and more upset, but he will eventually lose interest in it. All right. Because what happens, you know, if someone, like, people, you know, bother you in MySpace or, like, on the Instant Messenger when they had your your old one, hey, you're gay, blah, 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 blah. If you just ignore them, it's like eventually they lose interest because there's nothing going on. Yeah, it, it, if you, it, but if you keep on replying, they still have some sort of power. Yeah, it's just adding fuel to the fire. Plus, I mean, but like I said, beating someone up or stabbing them, I mean, it's like stabbing as someone who's a get addicted to gambling. That's not going to make the obsession go away. Tommy's, Tommy's a smart guy. Dude, and I, and I agree. Like, ignore, ignore. I'm just worried that he's going to do something stupid if he's still showing up to her place, dropping off things. Would your chick stab him? Here's the There's thing. There's no stabbing going on, Chunks. We passed that. Well, I'm going back in the office. Yeah, please, your, your help isn't needed here. <laughs> See what I said? Ignore them, and the annoying people will go away. Good point. <laughs> the other thing about it, too, is that I'm a... Uh, I mean, she's tough. She can protect, protect herself and that kind of thing. And she's dealt with one schizophrenic stalker before, so... I don't know. Uh, Smack Daddy, what's up, dude? Hey, guy. Hey. As much as you'd like to whip this punk until you couldn't he couldn't stand it no more uh-huh. all that's gonna wind up is getting your knuckles busted and your mommy gonna wind up going to jail yeah i mean i'm not so gonna the, do that you know but what you really what the, uh, my perspective of it is and seriously now is she needs to tell this guy hey it's over with you need to quit bothering me harassing me with these bears or anything like that <laughs> these big <laughs> gay hairy guys yeah and if you don't do it and if you do it one more time, I'm going to go to the Sheriff's Department and Homeland Security and get a, a, an injunction against you as a stalker. And then if you do it again, they're going to lock your butt up in jail. Thank you, SmackDown. that's what she needs to tell him. I appreciate it, buddy. I say don't even have that conversation at this point. I think I'm with you. She sent the final uh, request, and I think after that, all contact. I think this, too... Um, she should probably delete them as a friend on MySpace, wouldn't you assume, at the very least? Yeah, yeah, everything completely cut off. And just put up a fake for sale sign, so that way he thinks she's moving. Can't you block the user on MySpace? Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. I know somebody that did it to a former intern. Hmm. 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 Uh, <laughs> let's go to Daryl in Fort Myers. What's up, Daryl? How's it going, man? Hey, brother. Um, I, I just want to say, one, don't shank the dude. Of course uh, not. That obviously is not going to solve anything. Uh, and blocking the guy out is not going to solve anything either because he's going to find other ways to contact this person. I think uh, I think El Jefe needs to stand up and uh, talk to this dude one-on-one and tell him, uh, you know, what's, what's going down, that he shouldn't talk to this chick anymore. 
uh, and that uh, that obviously he's not going to have her, that you're with her and, uh, and all that. You see, that's part of me, again, wants to do that. Thank you, Daryl. And then the other part of me is she needs to handle this. This, as much this as is it, her deal. Yeah, as much as this is my – I will, like, protect her in a way, but mm-hmm. I can't go out on the offensive as much as I want to. Beat him in his own game. I have a lot of time on my hands. Give me his address. I'll stalk you know him. Yeah. I will stalk him. You know, I'll just, a, well, hold on. That's not a bad idea. Why don't you start sending bears to him, like hitting on him and everything, and it'll creep him out, and he will he won't want to be that creepy to anybody else. Smooches. Right, here's the problem about talking about this on the air. I'm getting this. Missy kissy. I'm going to stalk everyone on her MySpace now. <laughs> How about get a life-size Chuck Norris cutout? And put it in the window. Ooh. That's from Misfit Matt. In crouching stance. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah, that's the only thing is if the ignoring him and like not responding to anything or getting any reaction, giving any reaction to him, if that doesn't work, then you have to, you know, find something that he treasures and, you know, go after that. All right, people keep asking, what's the mic? I'm not telling you. It's just not going to happen. Backslash stalker. Can we go uh, stand in front of his house? No. I could do that. I'll just stare at him for a couple hours. <laughs> With yourself in your hands? Yeah. <laughs> just kind of jiggling. Come and get it. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> it was a good day until the bear showed up. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Grr. Here's what's funny, too. Uh, getting you caught up, you're just not joining us. The chick that I'm seeing. Guy just won't leave her alone and respect the relationship that we're in. Has dropped off flowers before, and now today a Care Bear with a card. See how much he cares. And it's really, he won't respect her wishes to uh, to leave her alone, that she's in a relationship. It's funny because I already know something about this guy, and I could it could, like, affect him. And part of me wants to pull some strings... But then another part of me is, I would never do that. Why know? not? Because I'm just not that kind of person. I'm not vindictive like that. I'd do it. Tell me. Now, I know. Here's what's, <laughs> here's what's fantastic, and I do mean this. I love having a great support network of people that are willing to do stuff. The heretics are stepping up in droves. They want a new uh, focus of hate in addition to Jack FM. Now they want on this guy. And I know that Matt is chomping at the bit, because Matt knows my chick. He's always chomping on something. Yeah, likes my chick. He just wants an excuse not to look for a job. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Protection. And that's the other great thing about it, too, is that I know if I really, really wanted to, I would feel safe with Tommy Bateman and Matt Albert on the case, because I know what they can do. I just know. But that's why I haven't shown... No, you don't know, and that's yeah. the beauty. Yeah, that's why I haven't shown this person to anybody, like the profile. Even Chunks is like, show it to me. No. Can I see it sometime? No. You'll never not? see him again. No. <laughs> uh, Bob and Zephyr Hills, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bob? Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Yeah, I was, uh, I've been listening, and uh, uh, I, I think you mentioned something about you might want to have a meeting with him one-to-one and, and tell him to leave the girl, your girlfriend alone. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. I mean, it's something that I would want to do, but I'm not going to. Okay, I was going to tell you, don't do not don't do that, because if anything was to happen, if this does escalate, 
it'll be your word against his word, what was said in this conversation, and, and, and you, won't, you won't be able to deny that you, you did talk to him. So, And also, depending on how serious this guy is about how far he's going to go with this, you, uh, I, I would recommend your girlfriend not talking to him either. Uh, go as far as to send him a certified letter stating what you're going to do if he does make contact again and start a paper trail with the sheriff's department in case this does escalate because if you don't, all they're going to have to, to go by in the future is if you start something in the future is in the future. They have nothing now. So it, it'll be in your favor to start something, you know, I mean, okay. clinically now. All right, I hear you. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. And that is true, kind of having a list of dates of stuff that's gone on. I say you just stalk him back. Send send the stuff to him, you know. Uh, that takes effort. All right. Seal it with your kisses. Chunks writes. <laughs> Perfume. Chunks says, hey, man, I'm hurt. You underestimate my persuasive abilities. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've gotten so much stuff done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He'll dissuade them from stalking. <laughs> that's why we're doing the free throw shooting contest somewhere else besides the parking lot. Oh, wait. <laughs> that's tomorrow, by oh, the way. Oh, you know that hurts his feelings. Well, then I don't want to hear it from him <laughs> about being persuasive. <laughs> John, a new Smyrna Beach here in the hideout. What's up, bro? Hey, well, you got the right idea. I mean, just leave them alone. But I would say is, you know, talk with talk with your girl. Find out what her status is. I've been in, in your situation, and what I did is I let her handle it. And her. <laughs> what's going on? What's that? Go ahead, John. Go for it. And, hey, you know, I see how she's handling it. She's not doing doing well with it. Or if she asks you for help, that's when you and her sit down with him and mm-hmm. say, Hey, look, this is not this is not acceptable anymore. And the best thing she can do. To really send the message loud and clear, send the bear back. Say, you know what, this is inappropriate, and I'm sorry, I'm involved. And that's that's what I did. I mean, I had the face to face. Right now, I hear mm-hmm. you. I appreciate it, yeah, John. Thank I you. I understand. I you and even... all your chicks. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I wouldn't even send the bear back. I would, I'm, I'm not either. I'm just going to throw it in the trash. I'd burn it out on the lawn. She's already deleted them from MySpace. Crucify it. So don't go stalking her <laughs> friends on MySpace, heretics. Dark Lord, you're in Orlando, and what's up? You're in the hideout. Hey, man, did you, you said that your girl has already deleted him from my, her MySpace list, right? Yeah. All right, so she's she's with you on this. Mm-hmm. All right, dude, you're crazy for not for not sticking the heretics on him. <laughs> I mean, if he won't, dude, if he won't leave her alone, this could be like a, a support group for people who are stuck. As long as the woman is uh, is up for it, man, the heretics can't take care of business. All right, you know, here's the thing, and thank you, Dark Lord. I just, I'd rather the heretics focus on Jack FM mm-hmm. than this, and we'll just handle this, you know. And part of me didn't want to talk about something other, but the other part of me is this is good radio, kind of reality radio stuff. I mean, it happened literally as I was leaving to come into the station, and I'm just like, Did you bring the bear? No, I will. I'll bring it in tomorrow if you I'd want love to. to see the bear. Chunks needs a new pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you did it. K Mike says, Great, now I have to stalk everybody that's not on her list. Ooh. Oh, great, fantastic. George in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, George? Hi, Hefe. I uh, wanted to warn you. Uh, this guy sounds like he's escalating and he doesn't respect you. 
he feels, uh, if I'm right on this, uh, he feels you've been poaching on his land, so mm-hmm. he doesn't. Ha- he can do whatever he wants to you. You, you've or- he's already disrespecting you on all this. Yeah, he has. He has no uh, no respect for you at yeah, all. You so d- it, it'll keep on going further. And you need to have uh, your interns or chunks start starting your car for you when you leave tonight or something. Oh come on! Now you're now, now you're scaring me, George. Does Does he know where you work? I don't. I mean, I assume she, if I, you looked at the MySpace. You know, you could probably figure it out. Mm-hmm. All right, Where she, do you work? And she says, I, uh, I, it's certainly not here, please. This is work. And she says, I don't want to abuse the heretic support, which is true. No abuse. They're asking to do it. All right, I'm getting this question. Is he the one who put in the blue lights in your scion to psych you out? <laughs> that I did not notice for the first two weeks that I had the car. Maybe he's giving a gift to you. <laughs> All right. Sweet Tea has something that's kind of funny. Do a bunch of messed up stuff uh, to the bear, take pictures, then make a profile for the bear and add him as a friend. <laughs> Top eight. The bear getting sodomized. <laughs> I can handle that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little tag team it. Why don't you leave Brian at her house during the day and he can mm-hmm. make sure no one <laughs> knocks on the door? Shared custody. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it'll be like cat's eye, you know? <laughs> just living in the wall. Just don't throw it towards a uh, a uh, fan. All right, here's the thing. I'm so fighting the urge just to put this out there, but that almost seems wrong, and I'm not going to. I'm actually holding back. Write it to me. Come on. I'm thinking, what would the morning guy at Jack FM do, and then I'm doing the opposite. <laughs> Oh, I almost said something. I know, me too. I, I turned off my mic. By the way, I um, I happen to send that local six story mm-hmm. to all of our radio friends. And again, when we are allowed to comment on it, I'll read all the email. A lot of laughing. More than that. Someone's getting known throughout the industry for one thing. Congratulations. We'll take a break. All right, one more segment on this. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, we'll wrap up the conversation here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Then we'll get to the hideout door prize blowout. We'll also get you qualified for the TV. Uh, Christina in Orlando, ladies first. What do you got, Christina? Hi. Um, I just wanted to say that I had a similar situation like this when mm-hmm. I was living in Chicago before I came down here. Mm-hmm. And um, it escalated to the point where, like, I, I actually had my life threatened by this person, and I went to the police with it. And... The only thing they could do was just go and talk to that other person. I couldn't get a restraining order because they said that you actually have to have lived with that person first. And the thing that I um, suggest with you is what they told me, that the best thing you could do is leave it alone. The most that the police can do, unless they have... Do you think he was getting special treatment because it was Brian Urlacher? It was not Brian Urlacher. Thank you, Christine. Appreciate it, Mm -hmm. sweetie. Mike Singletary? (laughs) Richard Dent. <laughs> Johnny in Daytona Beach here in the hideout. What's up, Johnny? Hey. Hey, dude. Hey, um, I think uh, you guys are talking about a lot of great stuff, and I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. The only thing but... is, you guys are assuming that this guy's playing on a level playing field in the brain area. Right. And he's really not. Like, keeping that bear to him, it's not like in the garbage and stuff, especially because he doesn't know where you work, so he doesn't hear you on the radio. Right. 
to him, she's sleeping with that bear at night and kind of putting it between you and him. Oh wow! Yeah. So he's not he's not really True, thinking though. about it as like you know, you know oh wait you know he's gonna take the bear and throw it out. She's sleeping with that bear. That bear is in the car with him, taking it, it to work and stuff. And it, then the flowers in his mind, right? Exactly. The flowers are not going back. So they're you know she has them in the in the kitchen and she's admiring them every day and thinking about how sweet he is for sending all these great things. Mm -hmm. Don't you know tear the bear up or burn it on the front lawn or anything though that would be really funny. Just you know you got to send it back to him and say you know this stuff isn't welcome here and just don't answer his phone calls, don't answer his emails and stuff because it will. You know the running theme is that it will escalate and everyone is saying it will and it will eventually. Yeah. I mean I, I would send I, it back soiled. Uh, thank you, Johnny. See that's what scares me. I think you're right. I don't think this is the end of it at all. See, I, the only thing I say about sending it back, though, is that's still contact with him, which is what he okay. wants. So I would, what I would do is I would just leave it thrown out on the front lawn, just like face down in the gutter. I wouldn't send that back to him. I would send something else back to him. How about a hair doll of her? <laughs> Cut some of her hair out, make a little doll for him, and say, hey, thank you for the gift. Here's yours. It fell off. Yeah, with like naked pictures. Uh-huh. Stroke this across your face while you uh, touch yourself. This is as far as it goes. Here's a shot of my ass. <laughs> like, what is that movie, Slackers, with uh, Jason Schwartzman? Yeah. yeah. And he creates the hair doll. It fell out that way. <laughs> the fact oh. that you can quote that movie. <laughs> okay, let's yeah, that's crazy. Well, it's always on what? Uh, Comedy Central? Yeah, oh, well, I don't TNT, know maybe? I think it's always on Comedy Central. All right, Philip in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What's up, Philip? Hey, how's it going? This is first time caller. Love the show. Appreciate it, my friend. Hey, I got a different angle on this. You know, I think girls are um, known for perpetuating problems like this. Um, I had a girlfriend in the they past. They ask for it. They dress that way. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, not like that. And then but... they get up on the pinball machine and... Uh... <laughs> bang me, bang me, bang me. Right. No, go ahead, Philip. <laughs> not, not like that. But what I mean is, is that they read the stuff, they respond to the guy, they talk to the guy, they don't delete the MySpace account. It sounds to me like she, you know, kind of likes the attention. She may not like the guy, but she likes the attention, and you're, I think you're getting all bent out of shape, and she's the one that really needs to have to fix the problem, you know? Now, now let me, uh, here's the thing, Philip. I don't think you're completely out of your mind, and I know that's going to sound odd, and thank you for the phone call, but I have thought about that. Well, everybody likes to be wanted, and it's kind of flattering at first. It really is. Especially... When it was one of those situations of she had a crush, mm -hmm. he wasn't interested. And now he is, and she it, isn't. You know? And, yeah, that, I, that has definitely crossed my mind before. Because even after the flowers, and even after I said, hey, you know, you, 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 know, you got to cut it out, blah, 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 you know, tell him. And she did, and I know she did. Then one day she happened to leave, like, a random... There was some chain letter going on in MySpace, mm -hmm. and she happened to leave a, a random message on his profile, like like comment. Whoops. And I'm like, of what? I just saw uh, something very yeah. Uh, innocent. And yeah, just little, friendly. Little, yeah, it was exactly. really innocent. It was like, thanks for last night, best ever. Right. Picture of her panties and a forearm. <laughs> and then I'm like, but I told her, I go, again, she's wanting to keep kind of the friendship, and I tell her, you can't do that. Not saying trying to control her, but I'm telling her, just that one comment that you left on his profile has given him eternal hope. Even, after, even after you said, hey, I can't do this, we're in a relationship, you have kind of given him hope now by just, like Tommy says, acknowledging 
and throwing something out there, even if it is on a, on a, on a MySpace uh, page. Even to, like, a normal guy, if she said it to, like, if she said it to, like, me or Matt, like, hey, I like that shirt, it looks good, I'd be like, oh, yeah, really? Oh, yeah. What does that mean? What about uh, Hefe there? It looks pretty good when I take it off, too, baby. Oh, so just imagine somebody who's, like, you know, got even a little bit of stalking in them. Just any comment. Pig belly. Where's your, where's your eight nipples? <laughs> look, look at Dubs. He's got his pulling his shirt up. Um, that's great for the radio. Good job. That's why there's a poll up right now. Uh, who's better, Matt Albert or Chunks? And oh. Chunks is winning, oh, winning overwhelmingly on HideoutHeretics.net. It happens. Mainly because he doesn't talk over people on the radio. What? Are we talking about the same Chunks? Let's go to... And the poll shifts. <laughs> All right. Gee, I wonder what this is going to be. Steve in Yellowstone, you're in the high out of radio. What's up, Steve? Yes, El Jefe, I, I just wanted to know um, why why it took your girl so long to, to finally delete him as a friend. I will have to... Uh... Ramon, <laughs> throw El Jefe some balls. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I agree. I wish I could. Familiar. I did so. It's fantastic. Uh, uh, I just hope Ben doesn't call in. Let's go to... All right, I think I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm... Uh, think I'm done with it. I'm just going to... I'm going to let her handle it. Here's the thing. I genuinely worry because I'm afraid it's going to escalate. I know she's had a stalker before. And... Uh, not to throw ideas out, but this is a legitimate concern. You know, we work five nights a week mm-hmm. at night, mm-hmm. and our chicks are home alone while we work. You know, and so that is something that bothers a wee bit. Maybe I get a gun and protect her house. But you aren't there every night, so how are you going to protect her with that gun? <sighs> Who am I? I'm not a tough guy. Hey, clear the phone lines because we need to hit the sounder like right now. Go ahead and hit it, uh, Tommy. How dare you? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> frazzled. Go hit it. He's getting to it. I don't want to do it now. Hit it. <laughs> Caller 7 right now. Right now. Right now. 407 916 gets qualified to win a 52-inch Mitsubishi HD TV, courtesy of Texas Instruments and CompUSA. Save big right now through April 1st at CompUSA during their NCAA March Madness Anniversary Sale. For your next chance to qualify, keep listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> So Caller 7 right now gets qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP um, projection HDTV. While we're getting the Caller 7 and then clearing the phone lines after that for the game show. So one final word. Dubs, mm-hmm. what do I do? I will take uh, Tommy's side on this and say completely ignore him. All right, completely ignore. Or Haredell. You pick either or. Oh, fair enough. Flip a coin. Matt? Let me stalk him. Okay. Tommy. I say stalk him only if, like, the ignoring, if he doesn't start slowing down in it. If the, if the ignoring for some reason doesn't work, then you guys start going after him in some way. I See, here's, the, here's my problem. And this even translates to our radio careers. I hate stooping to levels, like across the street. Mm-hmm. You know, I never want to stoop to that level because it's really sad and pathetic. And so I'm not real interested in, do, in stooping. 
And I don't think I could ever go that route, you know. And here's the thing. I legitimately know I don't want to sick the heretics <laughs> because then it, I don't even want to sick Tommy and Matt because I know how it can be. I remember. <laughs> I've seen it. I'm just going to wait. And um, all right, look at Chunks. You'll get a gun, but you won't blanking stab him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let the stabbing thing go. Man, I wish he had just knocked on the door. And the only reason I wish that he had knocked on the door to leave this bear this afternoon mm-hmm. is just so that he could see us there, happy, afterglowing, and um, really get the hint of... Do you think Do you think he was bear when he dropped off the bear, just kind of walking up, holding in front of his junk? <laughs> or maybe pulling it with his junk, squatting, setting it down, and running away? Only in your mind, brother. Only in your mind. One can wish. A boy can dream. All right, is Gibbs ready to start taking phone calls? We're still getting TV phone calls. All right, congratulations to Philip Vanderbilt from Orlando. (laughs) He got qualified for that television. Here's what we need now. How many questions do you have for Name That Mutt? Eleven. We have 11 questions for Name That Mud. Are they multiple choice, fill in the blank, true, false? Fill in the blank. Oh, they're fill in the blank. No, they're just, give them the answer. Yeah, like they're kind of fill in the blank. They're, they're a question and answer. Yeah. I'll uh, give a description the, of a celebrity, and you'll have to give uh, me All right, so you answer. don't have the choices. No. Okay, so it's kind of a best uh, basic Q&A. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're going to do then. I say we take at least five players. Gibbs, are you listening? We need five contestants. For the Hideout Door Prize Blowout, 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 in your singular wireless phones. Call now, maybe to get some slots in the free throw shooting contest for tomorrow up here at the Clear Channel Compound, and also other prizes that you may be interested in. That's next in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Dubs, tomorrow's the big free-throw shooting contest downstairs at the Clear Channel Compound. They get a Cop USA for the all-inclusive trip to the Final Four. An Indy, airfare, hotel accommodations, tickets to the games, $500 in spending cash. Comp USA really hooking up the hideout with a fantastic prize. Go support them because they support the show. Next time you need any sort of uh, you know, computer stuff, everything they got going on over there at the CompUSA. But um, how many slots do we have left? Gibbs, like total. Out of the 32, how many are left? Uh, there's a confirmed, let's see, all the spots that are confirmed, looks like there's two, four, six, eight, right, ten, about 11. All right, so 11 there, that have not been confirmed. Yet. All right, so there are 11 spots that have not been confirmed yet. Right. Fair enough. You can win some of those right now to get into the free throw shooting contest tomorrow for that fantastic prize with the Hide Outdoor Prize blowout. All right, what's today's game? It's Name That Mutt. Name That Mutt. All right. Um, I, I guess it's a person of mixed race. Yes. And you have to guess who it is. It'll be a celebrity. Matt calls them half goods. Are they <laughs> are they easy or hard questions? Uh, a couple of them are hard. All right. So how should we do it? One and done. Uh, 
Let's do one and done because we're kind of running a little late on time. Mm-hmm. All right? And we got five players. So we'll start off with Jason and Oviedo. You ready, Jason? Jason. Jason, you there? All right, hold on. Check the line. Check Jason's line, Gibbs. Go to Dan in Melbourne. Dan, are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Name that mutt. This Samoan and black combo has been walking tall ever since he left the WWF. Even though his even though his character in The Mummy Returns had a total of 15 minutes on screen, he still landed his own spinoff movie. Name this mutt. The Rock. And I can't remember. You're a winner. Hold on. It was The Rock. Congratulations. All right, that was easy. Yeah, that yeah. was a very easy one. Well, they get harder. Ew. Do you have to read them? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I was asking people if they want to read them. Tommy, Tommy would here. you rather read these, please? Yes. I can't read that gibberish. Oh. It's, a, it's a great game. I named that mother's mistake. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh. See, I think that's more fitting to read it. Right, let me read it. Give it to oh, you. God. Just, you're an awful... <laughs> Uh, here's the thing. He's been in here practicing. He's been back here practicing. I've had that game for a year. I made that thing April 18th, 2005, and I haven't done it because I didn't want to read it on air. Just too long for you? Yeah. It's like I know I couldn't get through it. Um, It's missing commas. It's just not good. I know, you know what? You're going to read it because I can't even read that awful handwriting. I told you. All right, let's go over to Brian and Coco. You ready, Brian? Yeah. All right, name that mutt. Here's Matt Albert attempting to read. The abortion. <laughs> what these people should have been. This guy has sold out. This guy sold out so quick it would make. All right, hold on, hold this on, guy... hold on. All right, this guy is sold out so quick it would make Republican Party double take. Yeah, this is terribly right, written. Uh, with his career choices, he'll be lucky uh, not to be in... Pitch Black Boiler Room, Batching Fast and Furious to Triple X Movies. Hmm. Vin Diesel. Yes, thank you. All right, you're one. These are just one run-on sentence. Right, why do people hate Matt? Because I can't write, read, or speak. And you're beast. And, you, and you're on the radio. Yep. Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Life can take some weird turns. I love America. All right, try it again because uh, it doesn't love you. True. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right, let's try again with this next one. Oh no. Let's go to Alan and Kissimmee. You ready, Alan? Yeah. All right. Don't make Matt laugh. Just let Matt read. Pretend you're in a room alone, Matt. Okay. This mud had a famous black mother on the '70s TV show The Jeffersons. His Jewish father was her agent. Shocker. Way to break the stereotype there. But maybe you'll break the stereotype of the dumb caller by getting this right, and the luck will be going your way. Name this rocking mutt. I have no idea. Lenny Kravitz? Yep. All right, so you do better when you're, like, you're at home in your room alone. Yeah, just pretend it's like every other moment of your life and pretend you're alone. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of talking to thousands of people. This time I won't be crying. All listening to you right now at this very moment as you attempt to read. <laughs> Just all these eyes on you. Cursing at the radios. Yeah, staring at their dial. <laughs> Wondering where else can I turn it and then figuring, oh no, there is nowhere else. Exactly, only choice. Uh, let's go to Mark in Winter Garden. You ready, Mark? Sure. Name that celebrity mutt. Here we go. 
This com- this combo platter had some excellent adventures, and his career had some bogus journeys. With this guy's mix of dumb looks and bad accents and period pieces, you'd think he- there'd be a chain reaction in Hollywood to ban him. Ban him. <laughs> <laughs> Make this mutt your chosen one. Who is he? He's been banded. Uh, Matt Albert. <laughs> no. If you mean who's the person who should be voted off the show, then yes, you're yes. a winner. I'm about to uh, put out your tiki torch over there. Reading contest. So yeah, bad. I think this is helping you on hideoutheretics.net. <laughs> Vote for the tard. All right, that's the game. Thank God. <laughs> I didn't want to play this game to, to begin with. Great, I'm glad we brought it to the radio. How about this from now on? No reading? No, you awful bad. Now, here's, the th- here's what's so funny. This is what pisses me off about Matt. Mm-hmm. He's not good at something. So he refuses to work harder to be better at it. Instead, he'd just rather give up. You're in your room, alone, talking to yourself for, let's see, we're on the air four hours. You're in there 20 hours out of the day. You think, are you dyslexic? At least tell us that. No, I tried reading this game maybe 50 times before I got here. Before I even got here. And then in the office, I read it another, like, 10, 20 times. Do you think it wow. could be because it's small, there's no punctuation, yeah. it's poorly written? Let me see it. Why don't you rewrite try, it? Try reading the one I read, the second one down. I was gonna, and that's why I gave it back to him. Why do you think I refused? <laughs> this guy is sold out so quick, it would make Republican Party double take. There's a the. In no, the, there's no, not. There isn't. There isn't. Oh, no. I, I always read it as a the. With his career choices, he'll be lucky not to be in a pitch black boiler room batching fast and furiously to triple X movies. No period. <laughs> Who is this half black, part Irish, Mexican, German, and Italian mutt? Radio Roadblock. I, I hate to give radio one on one one on one on the air. But, Matt, the problem is that, A, there's no punctuation. Yeah, that's how I can read it. I mean, and if I write something, usually it makes it a little bit easier for me to read because I know where I'm going with it. But it, it, there's just nothing to go on here. And then, B, dude, you look at this. Anyone who's taken any sort of journalism classes and stop clicking your pen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you... Usually when you write things to be read on the radio, it's in all caps. Because mm-hmm. it's easier to read if it's in all caps. See, all caps kind of throws my eyes off. Well, this isn't helping, so maybe you should try all caps. Yeah, because it's not working that way. Maybe the other way couldn't be worse. Maybe, too, you... Larger font? Larger font. You space it out. Yeah. Because you're half blind as it is. I mean, I'm not kidding you. Use an 18 font, all caps, it will be a, and learn punctuation. And if you aren't going to punctuate, at least put like a dash in there when you should be taking a breath. Yeah. A dash or, I mean, the dot, 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 whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. What is that called? The triple dot? Cool guy typing. Right. Mm-hmm. I use cool it all the K. K. E-W-L. Two L's. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want you to use it with this. So take this home. Do you have it saved on your computer? Yeah. And try retyping it in caps, using the dot, 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 making them a little bit harder. Because <sighs> I wonder who's going to get Excellent Adventures, Bogus Journey, Chain Reaction. Um, yeah. Your or chosen one. 
chosen one. It's not a bad game. No, it's not bad at all. You're just a bad radio personality. Yeah. Doesn't know how to read, can't get laid. Yeah. Does nothing all day, <laughs> doesn't look for jobs. <laughs> and I talk over people. Yes. Now that we have that settled, go work on it. <laughs> all right. F minus. It's a Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. It's a Hideout. Coming up next, it's the Hideout. The Hideout. I see you're feeling a little too good about yourself, <laughs> so I needed to bring you down a notch. Thanks, Dad. Hey, Dubs. Yeah. What's this audio you have from NPR? Um, there was a lady. Uh, she has a a, uh, a DVD and CD out on how to scream if you're a rock star. All right, you want to play that when we get back? Yeah. All right, do that next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Cafe. Hold on, real fast. Oh, what were you going to say? I was just going to set up the story. Well, I, I want to thank uh, K-Mike and Sweet Tea for... It's an ellipsis, the dot, dot, dot. Ah, yes. And then I've been apologizing on the IM all commercial break. For the abortion? Worst, worst game show ever. Please, God, get Gibbs back on the mic. <laughs> well, tomorrow... As, unless plans have changed, it's my game show, the Old School Jam Challenge. Oh, I thought it was, uh, what chapter is this out of Tale of Two Cities? And Matt Albert is going to read through it, and you have to say it's chapter two, three. Well, now you ruined Tuesday's game show. Thanks a lot. I have to get another book now. <laughs> All right, J-Dubs, what happened? Uh... I came across a story. Uh, Melissa Cross, uh, she has a DVD CD out called The Zen of Screaming. She is a, it's an instructional DVD. She's a voice coach for hardcore metal singers. And uh, NPR, and I know you've listened to NPR before, it can be very slow and uh, kind of, you know, you know the people talking on there are very old. They did an interview with her, and I have it right here. It's, it's fairly hilarious because he's, he's talking to her, and let's play a clip from uh, one of your uh, bands that you've helped out. Here's Cradle of Filth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and she she has these odd kind. So it's like Rockline. Yeah. <laughs> she and she has uh, uh, this odd kind of uh, instructional teaching on how to scream and just uh, the different exercises you go through, and they get into some of that in this. So uh, we'll we'll play and we'll stop it. All right. The other day, I spoke with vocal coach Melissa Cross, who has released a CD-DVD called The Zen of Screaming. Like a monkey. Not You're going to have a little H there. It's called that because Melissa Cross has cultivated a special clientele. Screamers, rock singers, who literally scream for a living. Okay, hold on. How, if you're a rock star, do you have any legitimacy? Sitting there. Any credibility? He, 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 like a monkey. If you're doing the whole voice thing. Oh, my. It's very, very odd. And so she's sitting down with Cradle of Filth lead singer (laughs) at a piano going, he, 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 he. Uh, Cradle of Filth has been uh, part of her work, as well as Andrew W.K. Oh. Well, Matt Albert does exercises before he goes on air. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. 
Quite relaxing. Yeah. It's just me sitting down. Oh. <laughs> Knees. It's about to give out. Was twinkle, twinkle, little star. The monkey hee hee exercise helps people to physically understand what head resonance feels like so that they can imagine it when they perform it. Regardless of whether they are making that actual sound, the imaging of making that sound helps to produce efficient vocal production, even if you're, oh, screaming. Now, I want to play. It's very douche chillish. And I, it, she can't even do it herself. I don't know how she's telling anybody how to do anything. I, do they talk about some of the other bands that she has uh, worked with? <laughs> you know, they only talked about uh, Andrew W.K. and uh, Cradle of Filth. I didn't pull the Andrew W.K. part because it was very boring. Oh, and this is entertaining. <laughs> this is more entertaining than... Uh, but we're about to get into where she's... They're playing clips of... Oh, God, no more! Of uh, Cradle of Filth. Oh, screaming! Now, I want to play a bit of a group that, uh, that you work with. It's the group Cradle of Filth. What the uh, hell? It's in Babylon A.D. <laughs> on the Abracadaver of <laughs> You worked with that group? Yes, I did. Is that Are those people destroying their, their larynxes with what they're doing there in that, in that record? There are no vocal cords that should be used for that. That's The only reason why I wanted to play this is just to show that this lady has no idea what she's talking about, really. I mean, I'm sure she knows how to save vocal cords and maybe keep them better on the road and everything. But, I mean, the fact that she's trying to sell a DVD on this and everything. Is that what she's pushing? Yes, an uh, instructional DVD CD. That's the most terrible part about it. I've wanted to, always wanted to be a rock star, so if I order this, I can do the... No, you got... Come on, man. You got to do the... Uh, yeah. You gotta get the H in there. You gotta get the H. Actually, using the upper pharynx or the upper throat and the sinuses. That feels so good. So it sounds <laughs> like. Uh, they get into trouble when they mix their vocal cords into that. So, what I do is I teach them how to separate their awareness of their vocal cords and that upper pharyngeal squeeze so that they don't hammer their vocal cords to bits. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Amazing job. Well, Melissa Christ, thank you very much. Thank you so much. What an honor. Thank you. Oh. So, oh my. I think that's the exercise. <laughs> I don't even, uh, I don't even understand. No, it's a very odd thing. And the, the fact that she is trying to, uh, the people pay for the service, for one thing, you know, is crazy to me. Cradle of filth. <laughs> I, All right, hold on. Somewhere in, uh, like, uh, a link story said she worked with Nickelback. Which, oh, great. That's yeah. a great resume. Uh, hot out hotline. You're on the air. Who is this? What the? Uh, Ronnie James Dio in the Thank Chris you. Chris is crap. 
Oh, what the hell? <laughs> and yet he just disappears and, in the music phase. Yeah, as quick as he comes, he goes. Is that on your board, Dubs? No. I don't know who's calling in. It's just this magical thing that happens. Hey, do you have that other audio real fast while we uh, have time? Sure do. Of the 911 phone call? Yeah, now, what was the story on this? Um, I guess it's, I think it, it's almost explained in the call. Okay. That's amazing. All right, hold, let's take just, a break. Just, just, wait, can we just play the beginning of that? Just like the first three seconds of it one more time. When we get back. Okay. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. Yeah, I didn't... Uh... Usually they chase you off with a cane. Something, oh my. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll play that again for you. This, I guess, man who shoots this kid for being in his lawn. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout. Coming up, what's on the web and another chance to get qualified for that 52-inch television. We'll also give away the last few spots in the free throw shooting contest for tomorrow downstairs here at the compound. But right now, it's a 911 call. Sounds like a very old man. I don't know how old he is, but he does sound very old. Just a curmudgeon dude. I need to see if I can find this story anywhere. I guess uh, this kid's been running across his lawn a lot, and it's been pissing him off. And uh, he had enough and decided to shoot him. Yeah, the, Matt. Those damn five-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Putting oh. their Lincoln logs everywhere. I think the kid was leaving teddy bears on the guy's uh, doorstep. <laughs> Installing blue lights in their cars. Bastards. But here's the call again. part about that is how nonchalant he is. Eh, Sean. Like he did something right. Like like he uh, was expecting a pat on the back from the 911 operator. What are the chances this guy's a a Republican? I'm sure he's a part of the NRA. And what leads you to that mentality of I'll tell you what. Someone's walking on my lawn. It's okay to shoot them. We uh we we had uh, Mr. Williamston, uh, where we grew up, and he was uh in Williamston, of course, a town two towns over from where I grew up. Yeah, okay. Uh, we uh we drove through Williamston every time we went to Lansing, and parked outside of his house and just cranked the bass up at one a.m. 
Okay, now that's an awful thing to do. Because this guy would go berserk, and we did it because we were wait, we were like two streets over before just driving through, and the base is going. He ran all the way from his house, pointed out where he lives, and says, like, uh, I I live right there, and I don't want to hear your guys' music when you drive by. So we would go there at 1 a.m. when all the lights are off, just park there, and wait for all the lights to turn on. He would run out, get into his car, chase us down, he bumped us at 60 miles an hour before. Okay, you deserve to be shot then. Yeah. You're now, I'm, now I'm kind of seeing where this guy's coming from. Oh, they're playing their baseball. He's been doing it for way too long. Now I kind of get it. I play, play it one more time. Sir, what's the problem? Tell me exactly what happened. I just killed a kid. <laughs> you just killed a kid? Yes, ma'am. Okay, what happened? It's been something going on for five years. What's going on? It's just, you know, I've been being harassed by him and his parents for five years, and they, you know, just, they just blew it up. What is your name, sir? Charles Martin. Okay, what happened? Tell me what happened, Charles. He had just been giving me a bunch of making the other kids harass me in my place, tearing things up. Okay, so what'd you do? I shot him with a 410 shotgun twice. You shot him with a shotgun? Where is he? He's laying in his yard. Now, I, I can only just imagine this old man kind of going really slow out on the porch, aiming up at a kid, and nothing really going through his head till afterwards and saying, no, I guess I got to call 911. Yeah, somebody's got to come clean this up for me. That's probably what it was. Can you come remove this body from my lawn, please? I shot him, yeah. Got a bad back. <laughs> Who cares that much about their lawn? I can understand if you don't want me disturbed, but even then you don't go shooting people. It's not the Wild West. Get a fence. All right, let's take a look around here. Who is the most likely to be the neighborhood curmudgeon here on the show? Matt. Really? I agree. I don't think so. Because I, re- I really don't like being confrontational, like uh, in person. See, kids I w- are going through my yard again. <laughs> you, know who I, you know who I see it being? Hmm. Chunks. Yeah. I could see I'm gonna shake you. Him. Yeah, chasing people down. In his boxers. I don't see him chasing anyone. <laughs> Hunched over. Gets one step down on his step, just throwing his fist around. His loafers. Here's, here's my hope in my life. Oh, God. To never have a lawn. Like, I never want I never want to have a lawn. Who wants the upkeep? Going out there, pushing that mower around? Ideally, I'd love to live in a high-rise... Okay, uh, Chunk says the dude should have just stabbed the kid. Actually, that probably would have been a little bit better. Yeah, in comparison, yeah, I would say. All right, throw a kitchen knife at him. Sweet Tea says Bateman. Here's, you know what? Sweet Tea you're is not yeah, probably you're... onto something because Bateman doesn't even allow Chunks to go to his half of the apartment. Hmm? Well, you've seen my half and you've seen his, and like. Sitting on uh, Bateman's bed, you have to ask special permission. Uh, do you mind if I sit here? Matt, you have a story about that? I was there for a week. I didn't even bother to ask because <laughs> I know it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna happen. I know his dog is allowed up there. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna lay on the floor while I watch the DVD with you. Is no, that all right? No Thanks. pineapples. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. No pineapples. It's actually on a sign on his door. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, all right, Bateman. Dubs, I see you not caring. No, I don't give a damn. 
He'd be out there with the kids. <laughs> me, I'm thinking walk. Leading them in with little drops of chocolate. Right. <laughs> me, I'd just be happy that they're walking all over the lawn so the grass doesn't grow so I don't have to mow it. Mm-hmm. Could you step a little more on that side? <laughs> I, it's I getting don't, a little high over there. Yeah, I don't mind you uh, walking on my lawn, but even it out. <laughs> Bring more friends. You know who the dumb kid getting yelled at is? Gibbs. Why? Yeah. Oh, it's too too long for me to walk through my driveway. What was that about being a kid? At any corner you could cut, you would. Yeah. <laughs> any little corner. It's not even about being a kid, dude. We do it now in life. No, but I'm just saying, like, walking. You know, there's, there's, uh, you know that you aren't supposed to walk there, and sometimes you put more uh, effort into cutting that corner, like there might be a little creek or something, and you jump over it and may not make it and get all wet, but you didn't want to just walk that extra 10 feet around. Dude, I'm telling you, that's me now. Really? I... I will take so many shortcuts, maybe because I'm fat, I don't know, but I'll take a shortcut. I look for a shortcut. It, I'll tell you this. Every time I drive up to the compound mm-hmm. and I park where I park, sometimes I'll think, would it be better if I parked over there? Should I park here? What's the shortest possible way for me to have to walk to get into the station? In front. I don't know why you park in the back. You see, even when I, like when I go to a uh, a like store or something, I always park as far back as I can so I don't have to deal with the people up front. Yeah. I'll do that too. But then at the same time, I'll also go uh, looking like which cars can I cut through to get there faster. Yeah, I just never understood the people who wait for that one spot that yeah. when there's an open spot three spaces later that always pisses me off mike in orlando you're in the hideout hey i got a question i was just tuning in and i listen to you guys every now and then and um you guys were talking about this old guy that shot some kid or something in his yard mm-hmm. yeah we just played the audio and you said, I wonder if he was a Republican. Mm-hmm. And I said, I bet he's a Republican. Why, why, do you, why do you think, all because he shot a kid in his yard, he's a Republican? Oh, no, he seems greedy and selfish, kind of like Republicans. So how, do you, how do you know that? Because I've dealt with Republicans, and Republicans tend to be very selfish, self-centered people. I'm a Republican, and I'm not greedy or selfish. Sure you're not. Oh, I'm not. You're stealing our airtime. I was offended by what you Get said. Get out of here! Well, well, if that's what offended you, then I guess we're not working hard enough. Well, I listen to your show a lot, and I don't think I'll No, you said now it. and then. No, you said now and then. You didn't say a lot. Stop flip-flopping. Okay. <laughs> Mike, we're just having a conversation. Sorry we broke you down. I really feel bad for Mike now because he really felt, like, just dejected. You yeah, there, buddy? Yeah, I'm still here. We're sorry. Yeah, we're all friends. That's okay. Just not your friend because you're selfish. A-hole. I'm just, I'm just, Mike, I know, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just messing with you, bro. We're all on the same team here. Yeah, we're just having fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Americans against Bush, that's our team, right? Sure. Well. No, it's, I'm just kidding. It's all okay, buddy. Okay. Oh, we'll talk to you. Okay. Oh, douchebag. <laughs> nice, no, cool. Uh, what are the chances? For I'd love lot. to look up this guy and see. I'd be shocked. If he was not registered as a Democrat, or as a, as a Republican. Yeah, I shot him. Yeah, he's walking through my yard, I shot him. My piece of the pie. Not yours. I, you don't see me putting my fingers in your pie. Yeah. I'd like to, but I, I don't. <laughs> Am I wrong? 
No, you're not wrong. You're fine. You're good. I need to call someone, get him to clean up his body. I just need to do it now. Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Joe. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, Joe. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Not bad. <laughs> Is the dump ramping up? What's yeah. going on here? Are you, do you shoot anybody today on your lawn? Hello. Hello. I, I can't talk to oh. someone who's on a personal delay. I was kidding. Was... <laughs> Dirty right, hold on real fast. You know someone who never shoot them if they're on their lawn? This person. Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary. Good evening. How are you jumping tonight? Hideout News Director. How are you? I did pretty good. Thank you. I just got back from church. Oh, uh-huh. church tonight, huh? Church, yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, meeting every uh, every uh, Wednesday night at, at uh, 7.30 at the church. Um, what's going on? Uh, Sir Gary, what's in the news? In the news uh, today, um, uh, black boy um, oh, shot no, a white boy. Shot a white boy. Yes, sir. That is shocking and disheartening that a... Uh, I think you watched American History X today. Oh, oh all right. Well, never mind. I understand. Documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sir Gary, what do we do about this... This in- Poor vineyard boy. ...incredible problem of black-on-white crime? The white roots. I don't know... Uh, I believe that God means for us to love everybody and pray for people that persecute us. No, you know what, Sigari? That is the truest thing that has been said on the radio today. You are a genius. Just a genius. You're super duper. Where'd you learn that? When you go to church, where do you go to church on uh, Wednesdays and Sundays? Uh, new, brand new, all brand new, New Hope Family Baptist Church on uh, on uh, Story West Story Road mm-hmm. in Winter Garden, where again Bletcher's pastor every Sunday morning at ten thirty and. Uh, all the public, even the even, black, the even the blacks and the Republicans. Yes, sir. Oh, that's great. That's where that's where, welcome. that's where we can all come together, church. Thank you. God bless you. Have a good evening. You that completely time. contradicts my uh, the the sign above my door. Um, <laughs> is that why Matt and I haven't seen the place? Because mm-hmm. we're both black. Yeah, let's not uh, besmirch the black name. Uh, right, because you're living it up so well. Hey, I'm lazy. I keep it up. Wait. What the hell? <laughs> it's not helping. Hey, I'm jobless. That's okay. Yeah. If you want just every stereotype. Yeah. Step and fetch it. Except, <laughs> except for the um, sexual prowess of the black man. That's the one you somehow you've let down. True. I hate you. <laughs> and I mean that sincerely. It's the Hideout, Real Radio. Get on that auto train. Uh, it's Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night, the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. At the end of this segment, another chance to get qualified for that 52-inch television from Mitsubishi, DLP, technology from Texas Instruments, projection HDTV, $3,500 television. Getting you qualified for a quarter past the hour. Give it away next week. Uh, real fast, Jerry in Melbourne. What's up, Jerry? Hey, I got proof that old guy was a uh, Democrat. What's that, my friend? Huh? Only a Democrat would be dumb enough to call 911 and admit to it. A Republican would have said he was trying to shoot a quail. Uh, that's fair enough. Thank you, my friend. All right, he's got a point. Dubs, at this time every Wednesday, we give Matt Albert... And Tommy Bateman a task, and that's to find out what's on the web. Boys, 
What'd you find? Uh, I found this, and then Dubs also uh, told me about it as well. That yeah. He wanted it. It's uh, probably one of his favorite wrestlers, the Iron Sheik, doing a shoot interview. And for those that don't know, a shoot interview is where a wrestler, you know, doesn't say, oh, it's real. Oh, I really hate this person that I'm wrestling. It's just the honest truth. Yeah, it's, uh, he's not writing a gimmick. He's just telling the truth of how he feels. Now, the Iron Sheik really is from Iran and really does have that dumb accent. And in this, it's, it's a kind of a long clip, but we can stop it here and there. Mm. He really it, just goes off the deep end about B. Brian Blair, who was one of the killer bees, mm-hmm. which was a tag team. So here we go. And, and uh, it is very hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're offended by gay slurs. Uh, turn it off. All right. Where's your buddy Canyon? Is he listening tonight? Uh, I don't know. I hope not, because then he'll start calling and emailing me again. Fast oh. forward one year to 1987, WrestleMania three. The Pontiac Silverdome, Pontiac, Michigan, over 93,000 fans. You teamed up with Nikolai Volkov to take on the Killer Bees. And that's where your feud began with Hacksaw Jim Duggan when he interfered at the end of that match. What was it like to be in that massive crowd? You asked me excellent, excellent question. The great feeling all time I had all my life, Mr. Dan Maloney, it was that night, Pontiac, Michigan, Silverdome. Correct. Mich- Silverdome, Pontiac, yes, Michigan. Yes, And that was a great honor, great feeling to wrestling next to 93,000 people. No any musician, no any football player, no any, no any uh, sport event in your country sold out. Right. Regarded. I mean, uh, Pontiac, Michigan, example wrestling. Well, so far he's, you know, kind of making sense, and you know, he just sounds a little, little crazy. But he just sounds like a kind of yeah. Crazy he's old he's guy. just talking about how big the event was, but then he that gets into the match. It was a great feeling, Don Maloney, try wrestling with uh, uh, Jim Brazeller and that jabroni Brian Blair. Brian Blair, right? Brian Blair, you are another faggot son of a bitch. <laughs> no good, low life. So I want to let you know, you are punk, you are fag, you are punk, little gay, worse than Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. Okay, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on for two seconds. When was this? Oh, this is a recent interview. The, the, well, the, uh, the match was WrestleMania three, which was, what, uh, like almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Now he's... Uh, you know, just trying to make an extra bucks and selling these uh, videos in a shoot interview. So he decides to go all out on his feelings on B. Brian Blair being very uh, slanderous towards gays. And uh, it gets worse here. He talks about getting revenge on B. Brian yeah. Blair, the old country way. And I'm not quite sure who's supposed to be the gay one here. <laughs> yeah. It was a great feeling. I have a lot of respect for them. His partner, Jim Bonanzeri from Minnesota, great athlete. Great high jumper, but that little punk, Brian Blair, another little fat, <laughs> worse than Michael Jackson. And I didn't like him. I didn't like his attitude. He was a punk. I can break his back. Break his back, make him humble, and then f- his ass. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. It, it, that it, I don't know who comes up with a threat like that. That seems very gay to me. Now, isn't it always funny how the most homophobic guys are the ones who will, are the first to throw out how they'll bang you? Yeah. They'll bang you straight, I guess, is 
what they're looking for? He says it would humble him, and it's the old country way. What? That's what he says. I think he says it again coming up. Does respect my sport and respect Mr. McMahon. You're a professional. A professional. Otherwise, was, was, was ready to do a dream or country way, make him humble. Suplex him, put him in a camel clutch, <laughs> break his back, and then f*** his ass. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? He gets fired up. And I didn't do it because for the God and Jesus and Mr. <laughs> McMahon. Rambler, you are no good. You are worse than Michael Jackson. Uh. I'll never respect you again. Uh, and then he was lucky to the uh, big man, uh, American 2x4, Hatsa. You was lucky, punk. I didn't break your back to <laughs> your ass. <laughs> all right, all right. He was lucky. I had Sir Jim Duggan come save him, uh, and I didn't break his back. You know what I'm talking <laughs> right. about? Because I'm a shooter, man. You're a punk. I respect your partner, Tim Brunzelic. I never respect the gay. I never respect the fag. You are worse than Hulk Hogan. Oh, my God. And you're God. lucky yeah. to bring your back and have to come save you. And that was a great feeling. <laughs> wrestling night, 93,000 people. And you were so lucky to the Hatsa come save you before I break your back and I do all country way uh, to make you uh, humble. And uh, besides that, everything was great. <laughs> Uh, That's what's on the web. Actually, it's on my MySpace right now. If you want to go there, you can see it. Uh, it's on my comments. So yeah, that was a so little, break uh, his back. Uh, is that broke back? Is that where the whole thing comes from? <laughs> no, his uh, his uh, his uh, finishing move is a camel clutch where he bends him backwards. Yeah, that didn't sound gay. And yeah, and uh, when he bends him backwards, it stretches the back out, and he says he wants to break him. And then do his thing with him. And the weird thing was, at the end there, he almost started sounding like it wasn't a shoot interview. Like, all of a sudden, he was going back into character. Like, mm-hmm. you're lucky he was sa- he saved you. you know, like, it was real. You know, he might have realized that he was going a little bit overboard there and tried to kind of turn it back into a wrestling gimmick. <laughs> but you could tell. No one throws that out there as a wrestling gimmick. <laughs> I think they should. Well, staying on the gay topic, Matt Albert found this today. Is uh, I don't even know wh- what is this, man. It's like a commercial of some sort. I think or, it's some kind of European commercial. It's like a spoof or something. It's uh, an alternate way to come out to your parents. Right now, in this clip, this guy's parents are sitting in the living room, just reading, just sitting next to each other on the couch, and the son is has this look on his face like he has to tell him something, and this is what happens. Dear mommy and daddy, you might not be ready, but I'm overcome with joy. It may be hard to swallow, but I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love with a bone boy. The smell of leather brings me in the mood. Tight pants, wow, they fit so good. I guess you better respect my choice. I'm in love with a bone. I'm in love with boys? Is yes. that what he says? Yeah. It's a way to come out to your parents. He just now, starts dancing on the table and, like, stripping stuff off, and these guys jump out and start singing background. I don't think this is a part of it, but I know there was the, the a web service where it you could come out to your parents through the web service, and they would set up this 
either uh, like uh, something to send them or something to do for them. Hey, Tommy, I'm on the hideout page right now on RuralRadio.fm. Yeah. Well, these all used to be up. What happened to them? I don't see them under the links. On what's you know, on I web. set up a new page, and then somebody, I think, took it off the front page, so I'll have to put the link back up. If you go to hideout.wtks.com slash w-o-w.html, that'll get, the, to, get you to it. W, alright, that's gonna be real easy. W. O W. Wow. Yeah. Right, nice. Not ripping anyone off. No. Just what's on the website. Ah, there they are. Yeah. Okay. And this last one, um, it's just a bunch of clips from Liza Minnelli on. <laughs> Very gay, uh, what's on the web tonight? <laughs> what else is on the web? Yeah. There's no more straight porn anymore. It's all weird crap, literally. Yeah. And, uh, it's just clips of her taken out of context. You know that laugh she does on Arrested Development? I always thought that was kind of like an act. But that's how she really laughs. And she laughs at everything. She's worse than Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jackson. (laughs) But she's literally, in this club, you realize she's the most annoying person on on Earth. All right, this is. Larry, I don't know. I have to get out there and do the same thing every night. (laughs) Still. (laughs) Well, it was just silly. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, you better. I'll tell you that. I don't know how we got anything done because everybody was laughing so hard. I work with retarded children. That's no, she didn't. As has Bette Midler. Yes, indeed. But she's so funny. Oh, God, I love her. She is so funny. (laughs) Not in front of anybody who would notice. What are you talking to me about Elizabeth Taylor for? Oh. <laughs> and, they say, and she said, are you reading that? And I said, yeah. She said, don't read it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what the hell is going on? Peter again? Yeah. Uh, Larry. Have another well, cigarette. But I haven't heard about that project. <laughs> so... Hi. Hi. Um, I'm a musical theater major at the University of Arizona. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? And I bought it. You know what it was? The Andy Warhol wig. <laughs> I thought, perfect. Oh, well, indeed, you're asking me. I didn't ask me. <laughs> you make 60 look like the new 40. Oh, baby, thank you. <laughs> and I I'm so glad I'm doing this show. What? <laughs> what is it that you're the most grateful for today? Being alive. <laughs> oh. Being alive. <laughs> That's like a spoon laugh. Oh my goodness. All right, let's take a break and come back to Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the Hideout. All right, Dubs. You want to come back and do it old country style? There is. I'll humble you. <laughs> it is after 10. There is a. Shock jock. In the news. A. Shock jock. In the news. And I cannot wait to tell you uh, this story. Next. In the hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Alright, Wednesday night in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Congratulations to Wes Briggs in Lakeland. Qualified for that 52 inch Mitsubishi DLP projection HDTV. That's it for the qualifications for that tonight. Four more tomorrow while we're doing uh, the free throw shooting contest for the big trip. How many slots do we have left to shoot free throws? Four. And so we've given away 28, and we have four left. That is correct. 
Dubs, do we give out the four now? Or do we hold them for tomorrow for whoever shows up? I say let's do it. Give out the four now? Give them out. All right. Gibbs, the next four people who are over the age of 21 who can be here tomorrow to shoot free throws for this all-inclusive trip to the Final Four this year. March Madness well underway. We got airfare, hotel, trip for two, tickets to the games, and $500 in spending cash. All you have to do is win our free throw shooting contest tomorrow. A bracket of 32. Right now there are 28 people. We need four more. The next four people who can be here tomorrow, call now, and you're in. Plus, everyone who gets in gets a gift card from Played Against Sports, who's providing us with the ball and providing us with the hoop. The hoop. So, there it is, and the, and the board is lit up. Yeah, it didn't take long. 16 seconds, <laughs> just because the delay. All right, J-Dubs, while we're getting all that set up. Mm-hmm. Who's the shock jock? Shock jock. Let's see here. Radio host filed for using racial epithet. A St. Louis radio station quickly fired a talk show host for uttering a racial epithet. Epithet. I like that word. What's epithet? Ribbit. I don't even know what that means. Slur? You an example? No, because I'm about to give one. <laughs> As he talked, Dubs, any guesses about who he's talking about? No. He was talking about someone in the public eye or something, or? Condi Rice. Ah. Uh oh. On his morning show. <laughs> She's a woman? Chuck Jock. Oh, no. So. Did the pineapple come up? Or Canadians? Danny Leonan? It's not a really good radio name. Apologized on the air immediately after making what he said was a slip of the tongue. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh oh. Usually I look over my shoulder, make sure that on-air light's off before I throw that one out there. KTRS President and General Manager Tim Dorsey. That sounds familiar. I don't know why. Hey, look up that website, Tommy. Who? KTRS. What's the name? Tim Dorsey. I think he used to do television. Well, it was a guy by that name. I think they did television in Dallas by that name. Anyway, sorry. Agreed the remark was accidental, but said it was nonetheless unacceptable reprehensible, and unforgivable. Now, here's what's funny about that. Here in radio, we have a delay. Mm-hmm. So if something like that happens, you can easily dump out of it mm-hmm. so it doesn't go on the radio. <laughs> you know? Why was he not thinking that? I mean, if he apologized for it, why apologize? You can just be rid of it. Um, This is a fantastic story. I don't like to usually rip and read, but this is awesome. Uh, Lenin, I guess we'll say his name is, had been heaping praise on Rice, who has frequently said she aspires to run the NFL one day, but has more recently ruled out seeking to replace uh, retiring commissioner Paul Tagliabue. She's been a chancellor of Stanford, he said on the air. She's got the uh, patent resume of somebody that has serious skill. She loves football. Mm-hmm. She's African-American, which would be kind of... All right, hold on. I'm going to have Matt read it. Okay. Uh-oh. 
Can I read it a couple times before I do it? Yeah. This paragraph right here. Again, we're not making light of this, but this is what this... Chuck Jock. ...said. She's been a chancellor of Stanford. She's got the patent resume of somebody that has serious skill. She loves football. She's an African-American, which would kind of be a big coon. A no, big, a no, big, no. A big coon. Oh, my God. I am totally, 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 totally sorry for that. So I guess he, I, <laughs> it doesn't seem like he meant it in that way, though. I don't know. I don't know what because he was. That that doesn't fit there. What I don't understand uh, what he was trying. Maybe a big coup, and he just that slipped out. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He said he meant to say coup instead of the racial slur. <laughs> you know that, that just like uh, the MLK story. What was Shock that? Jock. Two Shock years ago. Chuck Jock of the uh, newscaster who dropped that in the <laughs> MLK Day thing. It. Do you think these people are racist at root? I think. Do you think? Well, here's the thing. Do you think it was he was trying so hard not to slip up <laughs> that he just did, and that he wasn't really racist, but he was just trying his best not to. His inner monologue was saying, "Don't say, don't say." Yeah, and then oh, oh damn it, damn, I can't believe. <laughs> Wouldn't you immediately dump that? Yes. KTRS listeners soon began calling the station to complain. Or, 20 minutes after the utterance, Dorsey went on the air to apologize to Rice and to the KTRS listeners. I there, can be, there can be no excuse for what was said, Dorsey said. Dave has been let go. That, I, I think that's a little over the line. There is enough hate. We certainly are not going to fan those flames. He's He wasn't meaning that, though. I mean, he, yes, you're supposed to be able to uh, speak if you're on the radio, but sometimes you do say things that you didn't mean, and when it's not even like... Like you said something, uh, and you were out of anger. You just said it because you couldn't speak correctly at that moment. Oh, dude, check this out. So, all right, the NAACP chapter president commended Dorsey for his swift action. Uh, the shock jock. Shock jock. Was still trying to figure out what happened and was drafting a letter of apology to Rice. He said he never uses the slur he uttered and thinks that Rice is, quote, a fantastic woman. Formerly a drive-time host at WGNU Radio in St. Louis, Leon has been at KTRS for less than two weeks. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's why I got let go. It was my dream job. <laughs> now, this doesn't make sense. The ratings were going well. It kind of stinks. The, There's no ratings in two weeks. Yeah, it wasn't you. It was from... Well, I can't say for fear of... So, anyway... Just a fascinating story on the front page of Yahoo. <laughs> That's insane. I, did, did you find anything on that station? Like a website? Oh, did you send it to me? Sorry. Um, maybe that's why it was blinking. <laughs> oh. Oops. Is it is it me being white that I, I feel bad for the guy? Or? No, I feel bad for the guy, too. And you know me. I'm a liberal. I think all white people are out to get That us. really does sound like one of those things where you're like, Oh yeah, just make sure you don't make that slip up, and then it gets kind of stuck in your head, mm. and then you end up making that slip up. All right, what's the? All right, here's who they have on the. Uh, yeah, he wasn't listed anywhere on there. I'm, sh you know, if you if you throw that word out accidentally, I'm sure you've used it in the past in your own home. You know, I, I, most likely. I don't even think so. Sometimes you just say the wrong word. It mm. happens. You're talking for four hours at a clip. 
You know me, dude. I'm a bleeding heart. I'm this, that, and the other. And I don't think this guy deserved to get let go like that. All right, it's 550 KTRS. Talk, news, and sports. The big 550. It's big. They got uh, Cardinals. I guess they have the St. Louis Cardinals. Something small about it. They have the large morning show in the afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, everything's big, I'll tell you. How many people? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven people. The Kramer Show, Paul Harvey. Ooh, Paul Harvey. The Scott and Casey Show. Oh, Scott and Casey, they're in Detroit. That's who that is. Yeah. Oh, boy. I knew that sounded familiar. I was like, why did that sound so familiar? Scott and Casey. Radio Roadblock. (laughs) Yeah, I heard them. How is it they get to go from Detroit to St. Louis? Yeah, but I don't think they're doing that well. No, not if you're going from 97.1 in Detroit to 550 KTRS in St. Louis. I'm sure they're nice guys, but... George Nooney, Animal Advice. So this is your typical AM station. Yeah, they do all the advice shows. It doesn't look like it's you know leaning one way or the other. It looks like they have the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Blues. Well, they got everything going over there. I suppose so. And this guy's gone. This guy got his dream job. I wonder if he was on at night. He wasn't the morning show because Scott and Casey were in the morning. How such a small business this is, mm-hmm. you know? Now you cross paths with everybody. That's why it's never really smart to mess with people. I'm really fascinated with the large morning show in the afternoon, <laughs> weekdays from 3 to 6.30. What do they do with that extra half hour? How come they get just can't go till 7? I'm sure there's some kind of infomercial type thing they do for that half hour. Dubs, I'll tell you this now. I want on this station. Do you? I want to take his slot. I couldn't imagine having an accidental slip of the tongue. And and then just all of a sudden, that's it. You lose your dream job. What? Um, on slip of the tongues, you know Digger Phelps on ESPN? Mm-hmm. You said Digger, right? Digger. Okay. I watch his you know, broadcast just hoping one of the people talking to him messes up. <laughs> just because every time I just say, please, <laughs> me- please say it. Messing now, up his name. Now, yes. should we should we send our resume in and put it in like uh, in like a Ranger Rick uh, magazine and just send it in there? Did you guys used to read Ranger Rick as a kid? I don't know what, what is that. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> what was that? No, right, never mind. <laughs> I don't. I, I wanted to make it a very subtle joke. Oh, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Chuck Jock. Chuck Jock. But do you think he, that they would get a laugh out of that over there? All right. Sweet Tea says it's possible they didn't have a dump. But pretty much every station has a dump now, even the music stations. I'm some sure. Sort of delay. I'm sure they have a dump at that station. I mean, Scott and Casey, uh, they were a normal shock jock type show who you wouldn't really trust the callers. Call. I mean, anytime you have live callers calling up, you need a dump. We got a break? Oh, man, we're late. I'll take a break and come back. So anyway, there it is, Dubs. Jesus. You enjoy it? It's an I feel stuff. bad now. I feel bad for the dude, too. Maybe if he wants to go on after Henry, we can arrange that. Try to get him on to explain the story. I'd love it. We're on your side, brother. 
It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. I seriously just want to know if they have a delay in a dump so they could dump that if they wanted to. What are the numbers over there? We'll call them and drop some F-bombs. Heretics? No, of course not. Although you should call because they have a show live on the air right now. You should call them and ask them, do you guys have a delay? Mm-hmm. Ask them if they want a simulcast. They're on live right now. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, Gibbs, did you call 550? Yeah, they said they did work on a delay and they had a dump. They wouldn't go on the air with us, though? No. They, but the, the dump wasn't working then? I'm not sure, I guess. Uh, you didn't ask these questions. Did you ask where you, that that you were from Clear Channel? Yeah, I said you know, I said we were from Real Radio, and I was like, do you have anybody that would like to make, make a comment on there? And he's like, no. And I was like, do you guys work on a delay and have a dump? And he's like, yeah. All right, then the guy deserves to get fired, because you can always protect yourself with that safety. But you, you don't know if he, because we've been at stations where hosts didn't have the dump in front of them. It could be on the producer for not dumping. Who's on now? Bruce and Hadley? <laughs> Brucey! It's the KTRS Sports Show. Hey, we can talk sports with them. Tell me why I talk about this big T.O. thing going on. Big Bob Bruce grew up in Iowa with a passion for sports. <laughs> hmm. You just need to be careful. We don't need these two coming after us with their claws. Attacking. Get Dude Nation on us. Mm. Yeah. John. Thank Hadley. God I'm a part of Dude Nation now, or we would have been, our asses would have been kicked. These guys have. These are legitimate sports guys. I mean, they've done a lot of stuff for Sporting News, NBC. They probably don't want to go on there and talk about it. You know that we wouldn't be able to if something mm-hmm. happened. Actually, we've been already told if something we're chomping at the bit to talk about and we can't. So I'm sure they can't go on the air. Talk about poor, uh, I wonder what show he was, he must have been doing like middays. Who's the Kramer show? Why am I fascinated with this? Yeah, who is Kramer? Cosmo. You don't know him? He worked at WFLZ in Tampa. CHR, look at this. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) What? He's a big guy. The Beast. He He also worked at KRK. Is this Kramer, Kramer and, yeah, Twitch? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He is a fat guy. It is. That's him. Scott Kramer, is that his name? Yes. Something like that? Let's kill him. <laughs> Kramer and Twitch, who used to be over at uh, Jack FM. Yeah. Boy, those guys are rip-offs, and I don't mind saying it. Who would they rip off? Oh, uh... Howard and O&A. O&A mostly. They did the Toss Them Out Tuesdays. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. They uh, would run the uh, thing of the Detroit mayor uh, getting uh, in a car accident. And oh, my run. God. Yeah, and- I, like, I, I, I swear. They did literal bits, like, word for word. And I, I remember the other thing they did, too, in Dallas. Because I remember hearing them on the radio and being so pissed when I was in college. Like, these guys are on the air in Dallas, like my dream job. Mm-hmm. What, were that the Eagle? I think they were on the Eagle. Mm-hmm. And they got fired at the Eagle because they did a whole thing of Justin Britney. Timberlake and Britney Spears died in a car crash. Or a plane accident or I something. I think it was a car crash. Yeah. 
I like I like how you can do your resume of check this out. So the show moved to Detroit where it broadcasted on WKRK, gaming national attention for its off the wall stunts and promotions. After two years the show was promoted within the company and moved to Jack FM to do mornings in Orlando. I I just love how you can like <laughs> like switch everything. And what was it, two months later? Well, they, not even that. They weren't promoted within the company. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I will say this. They did very well in Detroit during the middays when they were on there. Mm-hmm. But when they went to nights, they got killed. I knew that sounded familiar. My goodness. Well, Dubs, we'll probably at one point end up at 550 KTRS. <laughs> Seems like where shock jocks go to die. <laughs> shock jock. Oh, my goodness. I love radio. I love it, and I hate it all at the same time. The reason you love it is the reasons why you hate it. That's the whole thing. Like, uh, the hackiness is why you love it. We got a break already? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, wrap it up. It's a hideout. I love this stuff. I don't know why. It's a hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. Kidding. Damn it. Does Henry have to go on? I could literally do another hour. I'm the shock chuck. Oh, I got an update about the stalker thing. Ah. Uh, I'm just going to have to wait for tomorrow. I uh, heard it first in the hideout. Aruba has a new Holloway lead. Aruban authorities reportedly have a new witness in the disappearance of the Alabama teen. Ooh, now they're just searching for the body. Well, you almost kind of have yeah, to assume that at this point. The witness provided specific information that prompted investigators to organize a search in the sand dunes on the northern tip of the island. Oh, boy. You know, I think uh, the parents are, and family are probably just hoping for anything just to stop wondering. College board finds 2,700 unchecked SATs. And this is uh, following the initial discovery of scoring problems. You never took the SAT, did you? Nope. Did you, Tommy? Yeah. What'd you get? 1210. Nice. But you, Chunks? <laughs> 1080. That's not bad, though. I got like an 1150. I didn't do so hot. Matt, you ever take it? No. What about you, Gibbs? Gibbs, you ever take the SAT? I had to. He went to college. Yeah, I got a 1100. Alright. Pissed me off because my best friend got 1290, and I was like, if I could have just gotten 80 more points. Here's what's so funny. I went in there really not caring and not really trying. I almost wish that I had. Why? An 1150 is not awful, but it's not great. Who cares at this point, though? I just, just brag. Yeah, I did the same. I didn't study at all. Then why? Why? What, what's that going to get me? The same thing that telling the truth will. Um, Chili Bush Crash kills 12 American tourists. Oh, speaking of Chili, we should call her XPD. Did you get the number? Yeah, I got the number. And nice. I, and I told Lefty that you didn't write it down both times you gave it to him. What did he say? What do you think he said? What an ass. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that does it. I'm losing more of my hair over this. Tomorrow, join us for the free throw shooting contest. You're so evil. Uh, down here at the Clear Channel Compound, the all-inclusive trip for two to the NCAA Final Four from CompUSA, airfare, hotel accommodations, tickets to the game, $500 in cash. Um, Gibbs, all 32 slots have been given away. Yes. Now, here's the big thing, and here's where you are important. Of those 32, I'm figuring about 20 will show. Mm-hmm. Even though they had to work hard to earn the qualification. Just stuff happens. You know. So I recommend showing up early. If someone isn't in, then you're in. We'll see you tomorrow downstairs, 2500 Maitland Center Parkway. Wake up at the Monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke, middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Hideouts back at 7, live downstairs with the free throw shooting contest. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. God bless King Dude, be somebody and always talk good. Question authority and stay classy. We out, bitch, 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Chuck Jock, Chuck Jock, Chuck Jock. He's so gay. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hoes, step on them hoes, kick him to the floor, cause I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I five thousand.